Welcome to Scab Talk. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about getting ready for the wipe, prepping for the wipe. It's coming. We're talking about weapons, keys, progression changes with the hideout and those like new tool thingies that they change. What, what, what are they called? Or like, uh, is there even an official name for them? Not even sure if there is yet. Nonetheless, it's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, and of course, what gun slash ammo you should be using for the wipe. It'll be pretty exciting. Then we're likely to be discussing the events so far. So Head Drops, 2006, Bosses on Customs, Barter Only, Peacekeeper in his letter, all of that good stuff, all of the events and lore and things that are going to lead us up to the pre-wipe and the actual wipe itself. Speaking of wipe, wipe date confirm? Question mark, question mark, question mark. <laughs> I don't know, kind of sus. I guess we will see. And, uh, and then finally, we'll be looking at the level distribution of the various players across the land of Tarkov. It's always good at the end of a wipe to take a step back and think about the broad spectrum of players, where people actually end up, because sometimes it's a little bit different to how you might expect it when you're playing, reading stuff online, and, and just hearing people talk about everybody's got all the good gear, et cetera, et cetera. So that's what we've got coming up today. Should be pretty exciting. So, I mean, guess diving right in to the main feature today, which is going to be getting ready for the wipe. I don't know about you, Church, but I'm, I'm definitely excited. Um, you know, I, I actually did. I did do a video on this recently. Um, uh-huh. It's, still, it's, you know, it's re- relatively short and, and compact. And I think that there's a lot more to talk about that's a bit more fluffy. Like the things that I put in there is like some of the definite stuff and the things that sort of you should generally consider. But there's actually a lot of there's a lot of meat there, I think, in terms of like what we actually need to do. Um, I mean, I guess like the, the first thing, the easy one to, to broach the topic on is the very first thing that most players are doing these days. And I've seen lots of people talk about this now. Like this used to be kind of a rare thing, but now... People are doing this all the time, which is the whole go through and identify all the stuff. And then oh, you get yes. to level two. If you don't get the quest, if you don't get the introduction quest from mechanics, meet Jaeger, when you hit level two, you have to either just like go into an offline raid or something and then cancel it and go back. Because sometimes you need to like resync with the server. You can close the game and reopen it, but that's kind of dangerous because the launcher can be a little troublesome <laughs> on the wipe day. So it's, it's much safer to go into like an offline factory raid because it's really fast to load, cancel it and close out. And what that does is that like forces like a refresh with, with the item server and like the quest server and that kind of thing. So then you get, because sometimes you don't get introduction straight away if you hit when you hit level two. So if you don't get a, a, a quest when you think you should, that's actually one way to, to do that. And sometimes there's a bug if you uh, if you level up, say like outside of the raid. So you you know you do another quest and it just tips you over or whatever. You don't always get all the quests unlocked straight away. But anyway, so that's something that I've seen for a bit that people are thinking of doing. Um, I don't know, is, is that like a route that you've ever gone down? Uh, or do you just start, you just like, you know, face plant straight through customs? I think um, once I saw Airwing, because he, do, he does the same thing. That's like in his guide as well. Um, I think I uh, inherited that as well. I can't say for certain. I think usually I was like face plant the customs. Because <laughs> you just kill the... Yeah. Uh, scabs and then buy the shotgun can you still buy i can't even remember now with the like the really extreme fun and rate changes like can, you can still yeah. buy the shotguns right that's like the only quest you can buy and flip right 
I'm not mistaken. Pretty much, yeah, pretty okay. much. Because that, that one, <laughs> even now, one. still isn't finding raid for the 133s. So this one specifically, the debut quest, I'm sure everybody knows what we're talking about. But for those of you mm-hmm. who maybe are newer or forgot, or maybe it's your first wipe and you did that quest ages ago and you haven't done it a second time, that, that first quest from Prapor, debut, you have to kill five scavs on customs, which is full of people at the beginning. Uh, and you also have to get the two 133 shotguns. The beauty of doing it, the other alternative method is that you, as we said, you identify everything. It gives you enough XP. Sometimes you have to go to fence to identify some random items as they come through. You then get acquaintance. You then run woods, maybe at night. I, I don't really like doing night woods, but some people love doing night woods. You go and get the letter. You bring it back. You then open up Jaeger. You can then go and do debut. And if you kill the five scavs without finding the 133 shotguns, then you can buy them directly from Jaeger and hand them in because it's one of the only quests these days that isn't find and raid specific, which is quite handy. I mean, I put this in my guide. I think it's I think it's a good thing, but it's a it's an interesting one to start with because not everybody does it this way. A lot of people seem to be doing it this way. It's quite popular mm-hmm. these days. It doesn't really matter. Like you have to go and get the letter right. at some point. You have to kill the scavs at some point. Right. Um, you could always kill the scavs. Like normally you you kill the five scavs before you find the one three threes. So. Broadly speaking, it doesn't matter too much because you could always kill the scavs, then go and do acquaintance, then buy the one three threes and give them to him. But I don't know. I think it sort of bucks the trend a little bit for most people who just run customs instantly, mm. because then you can uh, you can do the woods the woods one and get the letter before. Well, I guess like before other people are doing it. But yeah, I, I've always, I've always been a little bit skeptical of like the the method because surely people who are onwards like you're still going to get queued with enough people onwards to make a full raid. And anyone who's onwards, those 10 people you're with, surely they're there to do the letter. So I'm yeah. not sure how much a difference it makes. I mean, I don't, if I recall, I don't think I've ran into, I don't know, because there was, I do remember some shenanigans on woods, but not at the letter spot specifically, but yeah, I guess, I don't know. I kind of like early wipe woods because it, a lot less like snipery it's kind of like how you describe customs like you move from bush to bush and then like all of a sudden someone's in your face it's basically like woods like some people will bring out that sniper <laughs> the usec one with the freaking scope on it the scope that like can see into the future it zooms in so much i've uh, never dude i'll just like vendor that shit immediately but some people bring it in but i, I much prefer just like M4, AK, whatever faction, and you know, yeah. Red Dot of some sort. But anyways. Yeah, yeah I no, don't know. I, I, I mean, it makes sense you what you're saying, that you would run in, you would think if other people are also doing this, then the hotspot's going to be the Jaeger letter, so it makes sense. But Yeah, I'm not really sure. The only thing, so the only thing that I'm not sure about yet is, apparently, so I, I, I've only heard this from other people, you reset your account right now, ever since the traders got put back in after Lightkeeper, Everyone has been able to access Jaeger, even if you reset your account and you're at level one. Huh. You don't have any tasks with him. You still have to complete acquaintance at level two. But you can buy from level one. So in theory, if that stays, like no one knows whether that's going to persist yet. But if mm. that stays, you don't have to do acquaintance first. You can already buy the 133s, um, but you won't be able to do any tasks with him. So you'll still have to go and get the letter. So maybe that will make it a little bit different. Mm, I'm not sure. Um, I, don't, I don't really know. That'd be interesting. I'll, I'll change it. Because yeah. doesn't he sell double barrels at level one? I think he might. So yeah. you got your cheapo kit, man. This kind of thing, like I think Skier sells. Does he? I think he sells a shotgun at level one. Is it the Remington pump? I'm gonna or, have to look it up. Or is it like a barter for a Sega shotgun? 
Let oh. me let me look because it's actually there's mm -hmm. like not a lot of good shotgun options until you unlock the But I think that's the keys, and you're yeah. not going to get those three keys. They're cheap keys, but you're never going to get those keys, right? Um, because it's like the car key, the Shoyorostrov's key, and the Yamoto mm -hmm. key or something. But you you need to get those three to do the one five three. You're probably not going to bother doing that. You and then the Toz is the other one from him. Yeah. So like early wipe your shotgun from the traders is like Toz, and I guess that's kind of it. I don't think. Yeah, and has you're doing that barter, which, as I said, is unlikely. Whereas, yeah. whereas Jaeger, on the other hand, has got like I'm, it, doesn't, it doesn't actually tell you on um, on here which ones unlock through quests. So sometimes that can trip you up. But anyway, sure. you have the double barrel for eight eight twenty. You have the <laughs> revolver shotty for twenty one k. I think the revolver shotty actually is going to be really strong. Yeah, yeah. I think it's going to be really good. And you have the one three three for twenty four k. Um, and yeah, the, the uh, 590A1 31k the pump one so there's a few and also the toss on him as well yeah it's going to be interesting I think shotguns are going to be quite strong I know I'm kind of thinking about running shotgun early wipe just for fun I, yeah I mean it's, it's going to be fun I, I, I'm so torn dude honestly I'm so torn because I feel it's going to be one of those things where like I run a I run an SMG and mm -hmm. I miss every shot and get pistoled in the head. I'm going to run a pistol <laughs> and then some dude's going to like shotgun me in the head with one blast. Then I'm going to pick up a shotgun and then I'm going to get SMG'd. And it's going to be just like the, <laughs> the circle of just like me yeah. just chasing my own tail. I feel like that's how it's going to be. That's kind of how it happened last time. I think we talked a little bit about this last time, but about the just the extreme headshot meta of the early wipe. It's insane because none of the bullets do like any damage. They don't do any pen. Most people are going to be wearing class three. Quite hard to bust through class three. Um, even with, yeah, you have to be using kind of 7.62 PS. Mm. Most of the bullets... Don't, to be fair, actually, maybe that's a bit unfair. You know, M855 actually is not too bad. Well, um, before we go too deep down weapons and ammo... Yeah, let's I not wanna, talk about too, ammo too much. I want to go back, because I feel like you were going somewhere with this, with, like, the progression, early wipe strategy. Yes. You were yes. talking about going the Jaeger. What other progression changes slash optimizations do you think is relevant? Oh yeah, so you, so you mentioned in the brief about these these tools, and I did talk about the tools in my mm -hmm. um, in my video, but there's not really like we don't really know what's going to happen, and so that's why it kind of merits a bit more of a qualitative discussion. There's nothing that you can really pinpoint right now. It really depends. Like it's easy to forget when you're at the end of the wipe how scarce and annoying some of these items were. Like we went yeah. through the whole the whole wave of items last time, right? It was just like. The gas analyzers thing, <laughs> the USB drives, like always. Right? Gas analyzers were notorious this time as well because they changed some of the spawns and they end up being in like cust you know, the customs gas station and um, random places on reserve and things like this. Because they, I think they did they take them out of the filing cabinets, I think. Yeah, they took them out um, of filing cabinets. And loads of people were just like, I can't find them. Rah. And I think I found one, crafted one, and then found another because you can, you can craft them at level one workbench. But then we had like hunting matches, which was like locking yes. out like heating or something for a while. There was like the military tubes later on, which was like right. blocking blockers for ages. You had those um, those car manuals for the library. You yeah. needed five or something. They added that, and then the prices shot through the roof. You had like the green batteries green as battery. well. So there's like there's actually like a ton of different items. Like it's it's very easy to forget now how annoying those things are. And um, you know back then when you're you're kind of and this is why in the early wipes fun is you're trying to piece together your kits and say, okay, well, how much can I get away with? But I want to spend 300k on mm -hmm. five green batteries or oh, something. Drills? Um, Weren't drills really rare too? Electric drills? Maybe drills ones? were really rare. That didn't actually matter for 
um, non-standard because you don't need it to upgrade Stash 2 because mm. you don't actually have to do that upgrade if you if you have EOD. So I remember people scrambling around for drills and I was thinking, oh God, am I going to have to look for drills? And then I remember looking at it and going, oh, it's for Stash 2, which is really important for standard account right. players. The big upgrade, right? Because I think I, it blocks something and I can't remember, is it Intel or something? I'm not sure. Yeah, I forget Intel now. Um, And so you need it for that. But if you have EOD, then you don't need it because you've got Stash 4 right from the offset, which is actually an enormous um, advantage. Mm-hmm. Not just the Stash space, but just like not having to pay for Stash 2 is actually a big deal. I remember you talking to me about it. I don't think it was even this wipe. I think it was the wipe before about how you end up spending, you know, 12 mil or something on the stash two. And it's yeah. like ridiculous if you add all the items up because everything's so expensive early as well as the rubles. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so, so we'll see. So we've got all of these items to come already. Then we have these tools. Yeah. We have the tools that are, some of them are critical for certain crafts. So I was looking through, it's, it's, it's kind of difficult. So there's like tons of different crafts we might do. Some of them are for, um, Things like the one that I was focusing on on my kind of like short guide was the 60 rounders because you need the long flat screwdriver. Oh, right. And it's an infinite use. So you can make all three because now rather than it being consumed, it's actually technically better. So if they left the spawns, the spawn rates as they are now, it will be easier than it was because you don't have to find three or buy two more. You just have the one forever. But I have a feeling that they wouldn't have put that change through if they weren't intending to fiddle with the spawn rates on these kind of items because now they're like infinite use. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know whether people are going to be scrambling around trying to find those because you're going to need sewing kits to make the black rocks, to make the the pilgrims if you can't find them in raid. Because black rocks are actually kind of annoying. The pilgrims you can do just by running scav a million times, but you don't get black rocks on scav anymore because you used to, but now you don't. And so crafting that in the lavatory is going to be kind of important along with the long flat screwdriver and there's like a ton of these right there's like the pliers there's, there's so many yeah. different things um and you're going to be kind of forced into this awkward spot so i think in certain cases where you have the early game winner rigs like the mmac um and the the strand hog where i mean especially the mmac because it's ragman 2 where you're thinking okay i need the sewing kit i have to hand it in if i want to barter it for the mmac but they're really rare yeah so it might well, just completely kill the MMAC rig, right? You might just not ever want to do that until a bit later. Or unless you've got spare. It depends, because you probably want to sell it on the flea then. But whether you can buy the stuff on the flea or not, whether the money's worth it, is the thing. It's just like, well, am I going to buy rat rigs with the money? I don't know. But this is what I like about the change, because the way it affects all the other systems is, as you just perfectly described, there's so many interesting different routes to go, you know? Like, do I use it in the hideout craft? Do I use it in, uh, in the barter? You know, do I sell on the market? If if they're going to be rare, then it's like going to make all other decisions much harder. But you know, maybe you really value that rig in the next raid you go into. I don't know. It's I I like it. I hope that they are a bit more rare, not like green battery rare. Like I I was convinced that. The only green batteries that were on the flea market were the one people got from Quest, Quest Rewards that were selling them. Because <laughs> I don't know where else you would find them. Like, I'm as an interchange rat, I mean player, <laughs> I could not find any green batteries, dude, on interchange. They just simply did not exist. I could find drills. Um, uh, not, well, not Vertexes, or is it Vertexes? I don't know. One of the, one of the computer technology things that they added... They used to not spawn like there. VPX. Yeah, VPX. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, military cables, Tetrises, whatever. But see, 
Uh, some people kept saying customs. Like, I heard, like, customs, the bed on first floor. Sorry, the couch on first floor. Yeah. I don't know. I don't like these new spawns. I, I like my old uh, <laughs> shelves, filing cabinets that had, like, gas analyzer spawns, green battery spawns. You know, it was just, like, very, like, cookie cutter. I don't like these open world spawns. It's like this one obscure location has, like, a 5% ch- chance to spawn a $3 million value item. You have to check it every now and then. It's, uh, it's so annoying, dude. But that's just Free dynamic my... loot. Talk of boomers. <laughs> exactly, dude. I like this. I like the simpler ways. You know, you just open up a crate, you just roll the dice, and maybe you get it. Not, like, checking, like, these little corners and things. It's like, God, I gotta watch so many videos, so many different shoreline videos just to figure out where these all these new spawns are at anyways sorry yeah Random. exactly it's very it's very community kind of driven which is sort of what they want they want people mm-hmm. to be finding these spots and sharing them and that kind of thing and it's very much that a, a knowledge it's just a learning game actually a lot of it yeah um, rather than being like oh you can hit any filing cabinets you go and look at the map and you make yourself a route it's like this spot here you, it has to be it's on the table in gas station on customs i mean because i can't remember where i found the first one i think my gas analyzers might have been well, the first one in a box and then I, I said I crafted the second one and the third one I was on I was messing around on reserve and it was in kind of the, I, can't, I don't really know how you describe it but if you're you know when you're looking down from the dome and you've got the fuel tanks like directly in front of you yeah it's like they're like the first thing down and then just on from that there's that other I can't, I can't remember what the name of that building is it's kind of like a little hangar almost uh, like a vehicle with like a pair workshop like or a shed type really big shed yeah yeah it's like at the back of uh Black Knight King or something. I can't. I can't remember. I'm, I'm so bad at the reserve ones. I've I've said this before because I play solo. I know where the where all the stuff is when I'm playing my own. But I like because I never have the I never have to call out to anybody. I can't remember what the names of the buildings are, which is quite funny. Um, chat saying we call it headquarters. Okay, fair enough. So it was it was just in there on one of the boxes. That was where the last gas analyzer was. Just like here it is, the one that I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. I think I was still mid craft for number two, so I was like, okay, well I got this one. And when that one finishes, I'll just hand it in. Um, it's quite an expensive craft, but. Uh, yeah, dude. I don't know. It's we're just gonna have to wait and see. Yeah. And uh, that was kind of the advice in in my in my video as well. It's just like we just don't know what the spawn rate's gonna be like for these things. And these things like long flat screwdrivers or whatever, they might just disappear from the loot table and be in really awkward spots or be on only shelves in the yeah. back of Ollie or like be missing out of the technical crates or whatever. Or they might just leave them exactly the same, and then it'll be just really easy. Maybe they never intended it to be a pinch point. I don't know, but. We, we will have to see. I'm, I'm interested to see about that because one fascinating part about it, which is going to make the squad players re even more, is that because they're barter items, if you find two, if you weren't in the same group as your friend, you actually can't give them to each other either because you can't drop them anymore because they'll just disappear. And I don't think there's any... Right. Did they well, do any exe- during the exemptions? Raid. Yes, you, you have to be in the same raid right. as your friend when right. they find it. Otherwise, they can't share it with you if they yeah. have two. Because it'll lose its finding raid status. You'll end up in the next raid and you'll try to discard it and they'll say, I'm sorry, this is a bar to price without finding raid and you'll be deleted. I don't think that there's a one one item discard limit. There probably should be, but I don't think there's a one item discard limit for like random things like the long flat screwdriver. I don't think so. I could be wrong. And maybe they did add it in one of the changes. Because I know they fiddle around with it a lot. And now I, I can't remember what's what. But I'm just thinking that's probably a good change because you could easily have an RMT package, just like the hideout package, and it's all the that's single true. items you need for like the crafts that you because you get yeah, them the back. sewing kit, the long yeah. flat screwdriver, you know, the pliers. Right. Da, 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 da. Yeah, exactly. 
Although in some you don't, in some crafts you don't, and in, if you use yeah. them for barters you don't. But yeah, I I, I know what you mean. I mean yeah. To be fair, I could probably go and test that actually. Just go into an offline raid with one and just see if you can throw it on the floor. I I think the answer is no, but That's what I haven't actually tested well. it myself. But you could you could actually check really easily. I could check really easily. Mm -hmm. Anyone could check really easily, but I haven't done that. Um, so I think that's that's going to be interesting for progression. Um, I mean, the other thing that I spoke about in the video a bit was about keys. Like, I find keys really annoying. As a solo, it's like they're a real pain because even now, even after the changes, yes, you can't drop keys for other people. If you're questing with your squad and someone, like one person has the customs office key, say, and they die because you'd all do, you want to do all the quests together, like, you still can't go and do it, right? And that's how right. it used to be before. It's just now if they go and finish it separately, they can come back. They used to be able to come back and give you the key. Now right. they can't because it'll disappear. So they have to go back with you and they still have to stay alive. But I guess Which... you could be, you can sort of be on guard duty or whatever. But as a solo, it's still a complete pain because you're on your own with your own RNG trying to find these things. Like if you're in a squad of like five people, the likelihood of one of you finding it is it's just five times higher if you're all doing this similar loot runs. And so in the distribution, someone's going to find the 206, someone's going to find 303, someone's going to find customs office key, et cetera, et cetera. And um, there's a few of these like annoying, the annoying pinch point, because I, I actually got burnt by this last white, which is why it was so stuck in my mind, is that there are barters that you can do for a lot of these, which they actually mm -hmm. added at the beginning of 1212. Yeah. Um, you didn't have 206 barter to begin with. You didn't have customs office key barter, which now you do. Um, I guess I'll touch on them now just in case people didn't see it or forgot. But like 206, you can get for seven pile of meds, which is not that hard to find. You know, they're in lots of boxes. And then the customs office key one is three different sets of food items. It's like two of the green teas, two squashes, and then four crackers. I remember when I did this, and I did it with that barter because I just could not find customs office key. And this is, you know, none of my IRL friends have played 1212. And so, because I've had people come back and play other wipes, like mm -hmm. previously, even after doing content creation and that kind of thing. This wipe, no one played. So I was like, okay, I'm not finding this key. I've been doing jacket runs for days. And I just cannot find this thing. So I did the barter in the end. I got, I managed to find all the items except the crackers. I got to three out of four crackers before realizing the therapist sells them at level one. And it was honestly heartbreaking. It was genuinely heartbreaking, dude. I found three of them and I was like, I just need one more cracker and I could do it. And I was like, I could have literally bought all four all along. Like I had the other items for ages. I had them for like three, two days or something. Mm -hmm. And I just needed these crackers, but not realizing that she sold them at, uh, um, at level one, you can just literally buy them and hand them back into her because the, for the bars, Which... it doesn't need to be fine in raid. So it actually cuts down the requirement quite a bit. You just need the two teas and the two squashes. You can just buy all the crackers. Yeah, it's 15K or something, which is a bit of a pain each one. But the money, yeah, the money comes and goes. Um, and actually that, that, that reminds me of uh, sorry I'll just, just, just quickly reminds me of like a comment I had on there was somebody like posted on one of my videos like relatively recently and they were like oh you know why would I trust the advice of the guy with, with 50k rubles and I was like dude you know this video was posted like a day and a half into the wipe and they were like yeah you start with 500k though no and I was like you're, you're missing the point so yeah. hard my friend like yeah. you're missing the point so hard like the, the money doesn't matter early you can't buy anything you're not on the fleet you can't buy it like I, was, I just couldn't even bother to argue. I was just like, whatever. <laughs> That's the best approach. What were you, you going to say? I cut you off. Um, no, you're good. Uh, I was going to say, in regards to the director keys barter, it's all food items. Woods is going to be really good for that. Mm. Yeah. I was thinking Goshan, but actually Woods is also really yeah, good Yeah, Goshan's too. also really good. <laughs> <Dude>, Goshan. <laughs> yeah, Goshan's crazy, bro. 
I have a buddy yeah. that when I was still playing Tarkov, he would <laughs> we would do interchange routes. He'd be like, "Yo, I'm gonna hit my rat route." I'm like, where where you at? Big nose, big nose, where you at? He's like, "I'm in Goshen. Look at all this food, man. This is 10k a slot. This is 10k a slot." <laughs> oh my god, dude, it's hilarious. Anyways, Goshen's good. It's good for that stuff. So I was like, "Yeah, Goshen," but yeah, Woods is also good too because mm-hmm. you get that alongside other stuff. You're not just kind of like hardcore focusing on the food i i can imagine the the people just swarming in on the goshen as well because you need like i didn't actually talk about this you need the iskras as well there's like yeah. oh, there's, i mean there's, there's so much i was like trying to pick what to put in the video because there's so many things that you might need there's like you, know, you need iskra lunch boxes mm. you need um eventually you need to find like the small tishonka cans like there's, there's right. so many bits um the croutons dude the croutons actually nearly crucified me last time <laughs> um, again goshen, goshen like goshen saved my life um on that one too it took me forever to find them. And I did a couple of runs scav on Goshan and found them there. But my God, like some of the finding raid stuff you need for early Jaeger and some of the early guys is just like really, really painful. Um, so there, yeah, so there's those. But then I, so last time I got burnt because of this, like I'd managed to, I did find 206 in the end. I bartered for the customs mm-hmm. office key. And then I got to the freaking bunkhouse key, man. Uh, honestly, and there's no, there's no barters for it. There's no fixed spawns for it. You just have to hunt the jackets. It sucks. It absolutely Which bunkhouse is that? sucks. This is the one where you have to pick up the package and it's in construction. It's in like skeleton. Yeah, it's construction yeah, skeleton, yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah. And you go you go up the stairs into that little thing. You mm-hmm. grab the dude. It's it's the one that you can snipe from the, the top with the mounted machine gun in like the elbow section. And you can like I had a friend who wandered up, tried to unlock the door with the key, and just got one tapped from the guy who was like camping skeleton. Because we were quite late. Oh, I'm you can complete sh- some oh, quests later from on. Alamo, you can shoot into. It's, it's well, no, it's it's not from it's not from there. It's from um, it's from the like the the top of the. If you're coming through Elbow, there's like the in into like you know regular construction before like the old the old construction area, mm-hmm. and you have got the mounted MG that looks over the bridge. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, in old construction. And if you but if you're looking the other way, right. you can just see that staircase perfectly. So you can oh, just okay. lie down. On that I thing. So you can see up yeah. into yeah you can see up into like the the new skeleton building mm-hmm. and then up those stairs and as soon as the guy goes up the stairs because we were like quite far, we were quite far along so people were doing shoot board in heaven at that point and it's like one of the only places uh i'm just saying fortress can also shoot it okay fine um i've never i've not actually looked at that angle in particular but yeah i think it's like one of the only places because there's not that many places that are 100 meters and the dude is just like oh, up man. there lying down and my friend went up like toddled up the stairs here we go open the door and just crack m80 straight through the side of the head um which is which is quite funny obviously that doesn't happen early on because no one's doing shooterborn but yeah it's that one but there's no way there's no other way to get the key no other way to get the key yeah you just have to grind the jackets and that i find that really painful i end up normally doing that one when i hit the flea and i just buy it if i don't find it i just i just find doing jacket runs not that efficient i right well i don't like the key system man i really think it's just a big shortcoming i mean i won't we won't get too deep into it. I like to talk about it another time, but it's just like, dude, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of fun hitting jackets, and then you might pull that really rare key or whatever, but it's also like, uh, I don't know. That's, this is why like getting a docs case or a key tool or anything you can stack multiple keys in is so valuable, because you can literally go shoreline naked with a, a key tool or whatever you like, and just hit every single freaking jacket and just put every single key in there. And all you're doing is just playing a time and lottery game. You know, you just yeah. might pull the right one. And it's, and that's the other boring thing is like, anytime you find a good key, where's it going? It's always going in your container. Like, it's just not, I don't know. 
it's such a it's it's basically a gr- time grime through RNG, and it's just like I don't really think that's a lot of fun, dude. It's, it's, like, yeah. it's probably the most frustrating thing, especially now with all these RMT changes, early wipe. I can tell you right now, I know with my buddies, no one, <laughs> not a lot of them are going to want to be like, okay, I guess I won't progress. I'll go help you progress. Even the, you know, it's just like, because you can't, used, used to be you just give them the key, right? Be like, oh yeah, you, you know, you you couldn't play at the very first hour to wipe. You got on a late start here. I'll give you the keys. I don't need them anymore. Now it's like, I guess I just won't do the quests and come help you do your quests. I'll just halt my progression. I don't know. It just, that, it feels, yeah, this feels, it feels really bad for a squad. Yeah. And, th- and this is the thing, like I, I don't have anything against RNG grinding in mm-hmm. some sense, like things like grinding bosses in, in a way is probably better. I, I actually get annoyed. Is a bit off topic, but you know, Rashad with his like golden pistol and stuff, like some things like that are, especially if they're like quest lock type things, that it's a bit of a pain. But I don't like the jackets ones because, especially if you do, yeah, as you say, like shoreline or whatever, it's just not interesting. They're like not really located. You tend to do like the what the, the village in the like, swamp area and those kind of places, and it's just not an interesting run, really. You just, as you say, you're just grinding time. You just go, and eventually yeah, well, you'll find it's... something valuable. It's worse because you're just tapping F a bunch of times. Like I'm not yeah. doing anything interesting. You're not like you trying to I mean? skill a boss. You're not like trying to find a boss and maybe you find PvP or you know yeah. whatever. Like then you have to kill the boss and you have to strategize for that. None of that. It's just tapping F on jackets. Like it's not an interesting <laughs> game mechanic. It sucks. It's really it boring. really sucks. So um, yeah, I don't really know what I'm going to do about that this way. We're going to have to see. Like, maybe there's some changes. I'll see. I, I can't imagine that those quests are going to change. I, I think it's very unlikely that the main quests are going to change. They said they're going to add some new quests. I think it'll be quests for Lighthouse, maybe some more endgame quests, things between 45 yeah. and 60, that kind of thing. I, I can't imagine that the main Prapor quest line to Punisher is going to be any different, personally. I don't think it'll be any different. I don't know That's what, hard what to say. It's I, I never know if BSG sometimes they come out with swinging wide man just like where did out of left field like where did that change come from? But I don't they know. do they do. But my, my personal feelings on it is that the way the Nikita has spoken before about 1.0 and the actual storyline, mm-hmm. I think that's when we'll see a big deviation. I, I feel like they're still in kind of like game mechanics, maps, and and other other stuff mode rather than like redoing the whole quest system. Maybe I could be wrong. Maybe they've got the the whole um the whole system in place now from daily quests to do more dynamic stuff like they could change it up and so that rather than needing to get five salewas you, you know different players need different things and you know whatever but i i, I just feel like it's unlikely in this particular patch like yeah. maybe with streets or something i just don't think this i don't no, think I this patch agree. is one where the quest system is going to be targeted it doesn't feel like that to me i could be completely wrong but i'm fully expecting to do planting the the markers on all the tanks I'm yeah fully expecting yeah. to do that that the linear yeah for sure yeah exactly while I mean, we're talk... oh gone uh, yeah, yeah, go, while go, go. we're still on keys quickly do you think they'll change the durability count from 100 to something else or do you think it's going to stay the same do you even think That's it needs to be changed tough. to be honest no for most of them mm-hmm. but some of them probably i think that it would be good to change some of the more higher value ones to a lower number but have the spawn rate be higher things like customs dorm uh, <laughs> I was gonna you say, know the dorms marked room 
You don't want them to go too low because then you don't have to go back to hitting a bunch of jackets, do you? <laughs> well, I don't blame time you. For the, if it's one time for the quest, I don't care. I actually don't really do yeah, loot true. runs with his keys, right? Like, and, and this is well known. I, okay, I don't, yeah, I don't I hide this fact. So, yeah, so I, for me, I would actually like single use with loads of them. For, for me, that'd be great because mm. then I'm going to have like a really high chance of finding the one that I need for the quest and I'm going to hit Dorm's marked room once and that's it. I'm never going to touch it for the rest of the wipe. Like I see. this wipe, I've been in that room one one time, mm-hmm. literally one time. And that was after I lay down for 25 minutes on night customs and wandered in after someone else had opened it. It was the only time I've been in customs, Dorm's marked room at all in 1212. I've literally not stepped foot in that room otherwise. Amazing, eh? And to be fair, it was like, it was only about a month ago that I actually got the key. <laughs> but it sat in my stash, still, with Finding Raid on it. See, I, I haven't used it at all. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm thinking about that system you described. If there was, like, the spawn rate was just, like, cranked all the way up, but they were one use, I feel like I would like that a lot more, personally. I, I think there was actually, um, Hailstone in chat was talking about Jesse Kazam's key idea, which actually was is along those lines right it's about like having them be like five use or something but then you feel like you want to go to the room but it's also it's also combined in tandem with cranking up the loot in those rooms Mm -hmm. you get it and you go okay well i've basically got like you know two three four five free passes into like good loot but then that's it that was that's kind of that's i think that's broadly the the key idea i'm i think it'd be good right rather than one dude getting customs dorms marked room at the beginning of the white with a hundred hits on it and then the loot having to be rubbish to balance it like it's not that's also not fun yeah um his his idea is like when you get the key you know it's going to be juiced and that's great but you only get to use it like three times yeah yeah i think for sure i think the other thing i would like because to me that's like it actually makes it exciting like currently now when you find a good key it's exciting because it's valuable like let's say it's rbst you're kind of like quests locked behind that if i'm not mistaken to like progress any other quest past that you gotta have the rbs key and the only way to get it is just to hit a bunch of jackets and hit the loot pool so when you do pull it it is really exciting but you basically com- well it's like you completed phase one of the quest because it goes into your container now you have the key if you die you can't sell it so you lose that option but you can do the quest now you can attempt it infinitely and then you can loot it a thousand or a hundred times. So like, and I would be, I, I don't know, maybe you make your money back, maybe you don't, I don't know. But like, what would be even more interesting to me is like, the keys were one-time use, right? The loot was really good, so it's still really exciting, it's still really valuable. Um, but you can't secure it, because I just like, for me, that takes away the intensity. And then you could also like, if I killed someone and loot them and they had a key, I can take it, I could take it out and use it later, I could use it now, like, there's just more options instead of just yeah. the fact that let me put in my container oh, and then it's like for the next hundred raids, I can always do this thing, you know what I mean? I don't know, I, yeah, that's a bit That's a bit like a deviation to like more hardcore you mm-hmm. know, a little bit more intensity, so like I can understand if like there's issues with that, but Nonetheless, I really keys are going to be so boring, man. I you you you've reminded me of how many times like you just have to go dorms, scav or PMC, and you just have to hit all the jackets. If you don't, 
you're just going to be adding more time to your mm -hmm. quest locking progression. So it's exactly, or you just wait till you get the flea market and then just pay an extortionate price early, which I've done before. This is actually like maybe this is like three wipes ago when I bought customs office key for my group. Yeah. Um, that was back when the flea was quite low, I think. And I just ground the money up and bought it. And it was like 400k or something. And I just ground the money and bought it for everybody. And How did she say that. that? I think that's what I do. So I just get the money and just buy it. Yeah. I have to do that with loads of shoreline keys. Fun. Yeah. No, just... And the thing is, I'm just like, I would rather run other routes. And this is the thing, right? It's like, it depends on the convertibility of this stuff. Yeah. It's like, well, if I can convert rubles into keys... I don't need to do the key run because I don't think the key run is the most profitable run. So I'll do another run and I'll take the money from that to buy the key from someone else who's doing the key run because I think their run's less profitable than my run. So I'll just I'll do my the run that I want because I can convert I can convert scav backpacks and <laughs> scav vests and MP one five five shotguns right. into keys. Um <laughs> yeah. via the flea. So that's what I end up doing. So with it being bunkhouse key is the one that is annoying for me. It's a little bit further along. It's not too bad. You can only get Punisher when you're level 17 anyway. So I think it's 17. If I remember off the top of my head. Um, which means that you will be at 15 and you can complete those quests in kind of rapid succession if you need to. But there's a way of getting through some of the early progression. Because a lot of it's about getting the XP, right? That's, that's really what it's that's about. That's sort of a big thing, it's yeah. An, yeah, it's, an, it's annoying to not be able to complete the next set of quests because you want the XP from the quest. And the reason why you want the XP from the quest is you want to get to level 15, because once you get to level 15, you can go and buy the keys to go and do all the annoying quests. So I ended up doing that on Shoreline, you know, buying the keys to go and get all of the skiers junk that he wants me to get every single wipe. I hate Lendlease because it takes me to Interchange and Shoreline Resort, which is like two areas that I don't really like. And I have to go and pay 500k for a key because they're super rare. And I have to go into the West Wing, which, which scares me. And then sit around interchange, which also scares me, and go into like Emicon Medical, which is terrifying. Um, <laughs> you know the regular, the regular Emicon room. So that's just, yeah, it's just bad. But anyway, we just we just deal with it. We just deal with it. Yeah. But what I was going to say before uh -huh. is, that I feel that that almost sort of neatly moves into maybe a bit more of like a macro view of the quest system. Okay. In terms of what do you think is the best like route through? Because there's some oh there's my. kind of some different paths you can take. And broadly, let me, let, so let me let me phrase or frame my thoughts first. Okay. Just to try and make it simple. And I'm probably missing out some, some routes, but the way that I've tended to progress across the various different wipes, earlier on, it was always, and especially when standard, it was always down the, the Prapple route as fast as possible to get through Punisher, finish Punisher right. 6, For sure. and grab my Epsilon, right? Yeah. That was the, that was always the, um, the main the main goal. After having EOD, yeah, you can still do that. That's fine. But the way that I've done it a couple of wipes is going through Skier, get the flash drives through Peacekeeper and pushing Peacekeeper really hard. Because if you Yeah if you're progress if you're progressing on the basis of gear rather than just on like quests and getting the secure container, Peacekeeper honestly has some of the best stuff if you're Very as you're true. progressing through. Like it's actually nuts. If you can get through and complete the cult part one and unlock 56A1 early, dude, it's, it absolutely annihilates people. And the fact that the MDR 556, and I know, I know 556, everyone hates it, but 
I think until you get into the later white stages and people using class five, I actually think it's still pretty good mid-white because it just destroys people. And you can still use the MDR and you can still use the SCAR uh, L. And both of those hardly need any mods to be decent. And the problem is the early game, you know, level two and three trade or level two, two traders in particular, you can't really buy anything to make some of the guns good, right? The, mod, the guns that need the mods, you can't buy the guns to make the mods work, work well. Um, and so the guns that end up working nicely in the mid game tend to be those like MDRs because they are good out the box. You can't buy them straight away because you don't have the flea market, but you don't really need to modify them too much. So, so like in short, what I've done previously is go through Skier. If you can get the USB flash drives, the three flash drives, then you're well under your way. That's normally the big pinch point is those three yeah. USBs. You give them to Skier. Was it two? I can't remember. Is it two or three? Oh, we can um, find out. Yeah. You, so you go, you go do that anyway. If you manage to, I think it's three. If you get those early, then you can go down Peacekeeper's thing. You then get the SV-98. Um, go and take that. You put that down. You do a load of his other quests. You get through to the cult part one or two. Mm-hmm. You get M856A1, and you can just start slaying people with like the MDR on like, any of the 556 weapons. And then if you can push through to Peacekeeper 3, then, dude, you can buy the P90 and the P90 ammo, and then you're, then you're tearing people. SS-190 is like the mid-game destroyer. And the P90s, this one were actually really expensive. I think there's quite a few people doing that because of the lack of class five so early p90 just wrecked for ages but a lot of people don't have access to that ammo so if you can get that early enough the p90s are kind of cheap um and they're not they're not that much and you don't need to mod them either right so if you can pick up p90s for like 60k you don't really need to put anything on them the only issue is it is a bit tricky to put some sights on them until you get to a certain level with mechanic that's kind of the problem i think you need mechanic three before you can get like the the nice top which is problematic but anyway there's like go peacekeeper two and three with fifty six a one, then into some of the other um, the other ammos that he has. Like it can be really really good. I, I've I've really enjoyed the peacekeeper route, but I was yeah I was wondering if there's like some other routes that are that are also useful. Those are really the two that I've focused on. I, I would say. Uh, I mean, honestly, I'm kind of leaning peacekeeper because this wipe I did. I got. I guess I just bought m80 early on because um, mm. you remember 1212 m80 was like the ammo to run i mean the sr25 was just really good um and then the m80 is just a really good ammo early on and man i bought so much i would just like log on just to buy m80 it was crazy so i don't know it's like i kind of Hearing you talk about it, I mean, I'm not like too crazy about five six a one, but getting the P ninety is pretty nice. You only got to be level twenty three, and then you need point three zero rep. Which I don't know. I mean, I like to stack all the shoreline quests together as many as possible. Um, yeah, so that's kind of what I try to do. But I'm not really sure what other routes you could do because it's kind of the point of doing. A particular like prioritizing a particular set of quests is to build up a rep for a certain trader to get the unlock. Yeah. Like I used to really like Prapper because you would get the level uh, level two Prapper, which would give you the AK butt pads. Um, oh yeah, which is just like I mean, they used to sell out all the time, and they would be like on the flea market for like crazy amount of price. Um, but this wipe, the butt pads just kind of felt like they didn't do much. I really think this wipe was just the M80, the NATO guns, or just the way to go because the recoil changes. Yeah. But nonetheless, 
I like that route. I like doing prepper because obviously a standard account player for uh, quite a few wipes doing the Epsilon rush was made a lot of sense to me. I don't even know yeah. what else makes like Skier kind of has crap, honestly. Um, <laughs> he, he had the Vector when that first came out. That was like, dude, everyone was progressing Skier. Um, I think it was like level two skier he had the nine mil vector. Now it's level three or is it level four? I think it's level God, I can't remember now. Level four. Is it nine level four mil, the nine mil vector <laughs> is level four. Holy heck, dude. I really so, hope we see some nine mil changes. I really do. I really hope I really so do. too, man. I miss my MP5 SD. I miss the Sega, dude. The the the, the PP19 rather. Ah, oh, I miss nine mil so much. I but yeah. <sighs> yeah. As Chad's saying, Skier sells the RFB. So you do need him in level two if you want to do that. Okay. So the RFB's like that's... the early wipe king. Yeah, that's pretty good. He's so good. So the combo of PC for two. Doing that, two. you pretty much have a path towards um, Peacekeeper. Mm -hmm. So like you might as well do Peacekeeper as well. Sorry, I cut you off. Well, there. I mean, kind of, I guess, because you can do. I don't. I can't remember how early you can get Skier two, but I think it's quite early because you have to do so many quests. You have to do. Supplier, extortionist, what's on the flat drive, golden swag, which may get you there anyway. And then you can start doing some of the chemical ones if you don't have like friend from the West yet. So you can yeah. probably get him to level two quite early. And then Peacekeeper, you also yeah, you can, can get him to level early. two just by cash. You don't even need trader reps. So you don't need to unlock him. You can get to level two just with spending money, which is like kind of annoying. Um, but yeah, there's um, another comment about rushing 762 BP, which is actually another tick in the box for the prapple route because you have to complete punch right. five right but if you want 762 bp without crafting it in the hideout which is workbench three which is pretty high level workbench yeah. three takes you a while right you need you need to gear three for work but oh, yeah. no, sorry i'm looking at the wrong one workbench three requires level two generator level the level two stash that's where that comes in um you need yeah. mechanic three okay so you need at least to be level 30 so it's that's that's big right that's yeah. actually, actually pretty big. Um, Punisher Part 5, like what's the level requirement on Punisher Part 5? Level 20. So you, you technically can smash through Punisher if you can get through relatively early on. Um, I mean, I think it's unlikely you'll be doing it on level 20, I think. Maybe. I don't know. But then that also reminds me, say, I said this in my guide on the video, save the PM pistols. Save the PM <laughs> yeah, pistols. I Do not save the one. PMT. Save the PM pistols. You need two. I... I not last wipe, but sorry, not this wipe, but last wipe. I saved one and I forgot that it was two. And I then spent, you know, three hours grinding mm. scouts for the second PM. And I was like, oh, I found the PMT. Hooray. And then I went in this like, nope, the PM, the thread doesn't count. Prapple says, out you go, my boy, back out onto the mean streets of Targov. I want the one without the thread on it. I don't want the better one. Who would want the better PM? So that's, um, yeah, that's kind of irritating. What? But yeah, so the 762 thing, maybe another route for the path yeah that Go seems in. pretty good because you only need 20 level 26 so i think mm. i just have the rep that seems actually pretty good um what what uh is it Ye jaeger 3 that you unlocked flechettes or is it jaeger 4 i don't think it's jaeger 4 it's gotta be 3 think... then uh yeah let me let's just let's have a quick look i think it must be 3 you can you craft them quite early it's jaeger 3 yeah it's jaeger 3 you can craft them at workbench two. That's not too bad. And you need mechanic two, so that's level twenty. Oh wow, that's earlier mm -hmm. than the quest. 
You need level two illumination. You need level one generator, but you'll have that. Okay, so you can you can do that quite early on. That's not that's not actually too bad. I might do the shotgun route just for memes. Just level and up the shots, like Yeah, just for the memes, dude. Yeah. I mean it's I mean it's good. It's good. I'm I'm torn. Actually, so there was um, an interesting thing. I kind of like touched over it because I didn't want to go into it in too much detail. Mm-hmm. Um which was about the various shotgun shells, which I was actually I did I did not realise this until I looked because I never really had any reason to before. But like obviously Magnum is the most damage, right? Clearly yeah. it does fifty, right? So even with like drop off in damage, you're still gonna be one tapping people. But the, the recoil is in, enormous. So then out of all the other ones, and you don't even have Magnum to begin with, you can't get that at the start. Because I remember last time this is why I started looking into it, because Express was just out of stock constantly. But the problem with Express is it does 35 damage. Yeah. So as soon as it leaves the, the barrel, it's ticking down 34, 33, 32, 31. So even if they're one meter away, you won't headshot them if you hit them with just one pellet. I mean, how likely that is? I don't know. But it's just one of those things. It's right. the, you're probably going to hit them with two if you're kind of anywhere with the reticle in there. But there's a chance that you only hit them with one. Um, they are kind of random after all. But what yeah. interested me was that I was thinking about these other ones and thinking, well, is Express even really worth it? Like, do, does the eight to nine actually matter? Does, who who really cares? The regular one that you that you use otherwise is the seven mil buckshot normally because it's eight by thirty nine. And then there's another buckshot which is the five point two five mil buckshot which is eight by thirty seven. And so you'd almost always be like, well, there's no difference between seven mil buckshot. And 5.25 mil buckshot, there's no stats difference. There's no difference in, um, in bleed chance. The penetration is just worse on the 5.25, and the damage is also worse. So why would you ever use it? But the one thing that I found out in my studies is the, the difference which I had not accounted for was the fact that the, the bullet velocity, or the, the sort of pellet velocity, I should say, on the 5.25 mil buckshot, despite being worse in pretty much every single way, is 330 meters per second. So that makes it subsonic. It's on the borderline, to be fair. That like is the speed of sound in air at like regular pressure. Whereas 7 mil buckshot is 415 meters per second. Well, does that really make a difference? Who really cares? Well, the important point is because they both use the same uh, ballistic formula, mm-hmm. the faster round, because it's exponential, the faster round slows down faster than the slower round right because there's more air resistance if you're traveling faster and if you've got the same ballistic properties then the faster round will slow down quicker why does this matter well it's because the the damage in tarkov and the pen but in this case it's only the damage that matters is tied in a linear way with the velocity of the round and the slowdown so if the kind of like for every it's it's not one-to-one so this is that was that was the issue when twelve twelve first came out is that it was one to one. So say you went from the starting velocity down half, the damage also went down half. It's yeah. now not the same. That's not how it works now. There's like a, there's like a fixed parameter on mm. each one because I did I did some like testing on it like really early on. There's like this fixed parameter. It, like it doesn't really matter. Like who cares? Um, you can just look up the range tables and it tells you. But what that means is that because the fast round loses its velocity way faster it means that seven mil buckshot actually loses its damage way quicker than 5.25 buckshot because irl you would imagine that getting shot with a seven mil buckshot round 
at the speed at which 5.25 comes out of the shotgun, it probably would hurt just the same, or if not more, because they're bigger. But in Tarkov, because of the way that the formula is done, mm-hmm. because the slowdown is more extreme, even though 7mm Buckshot starts off with 37, and, um, sorry, 30, uh, no, no, 39, no, 30, yeah, 39, and, and 5mm oh, yeah. bu- Buckshot starts with 37, 5mm mm-hmm. Buckshot will still deal 35 damage per pellet at 10 meters, whereas 7mm Buckshot will not. 7mm Buckshot loses its damage down below 35, Within like a meter or something, like is... you won't even you won't even head tap somebody with one of the pellets at five meters. So at five meters, it's kind of a moot point, right? But like at ten meters, like yeah, maybe you could hit somebody with one pellet. I don't know. So I'm thinking like maybe five point two five is better. Well, I, I think it's all I think it's all like very borderline. But... Ten meters, I'm guessing like fifteen meters, it drops below the five. Ten meters is it's yeah it's 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 a nothing done anyway. It's it all drops. Yeah, below. for so... me it's a little. Too low because, like, what made Express so appealing back in the day is at any distance you could catch them with one pellet and kill them, right? Yeah, so I, I used to do meme Sega shotguns and just like load up with Express and just shoot people across the map, hope, hoping it for was the super RNG. speedy. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. It's if the the image wasn't. So was it like less pronounced the fall off than maybe, but like for me, 10 meters, it's kind of a mute point for me, anyways. Yeah, because if you're hitting someone in the head at 10 meters, like you're probably, probably gonna catch them gonna two. Catch, yeah, I just feel like it's like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, t- to be fair, if you were off target at 10 meters, maybe, you know, but yeah. It's 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 kind of I don't know it's weird. It's very borderline. It's very borderline. Yeah. Anyway, so suffice to say, last time Express Buckshot was sold out continuously. I think probably needlessly. You can really use any of them. I think is is more. That's kind of what I feel like now. It's yeah, like, like, like don't like good. don't be so worried. Exactly, don't be so worried if you don't get Express. Just don't worry about it, and just use any of them, even the regular seven mil or the five point two five. But whatever you can get your hands on and whatever you're using. It doesn't matter. Magnum will still absolutely crack people out because it's yeah. just 400 potential damage, right? It's just like, it's way in above the others. 8x50 is a lot more than 8x39 and 8x37, which if someone, if you're not hitting them in the head and they are armored and you're shooting them in the legs, can make a big difference or in the arms or whatever. Yeah. Um, you'll, you'll really destroy them. Plus, uh, it also has like the, the bleed chance multipliers as well. And things like that. So I don't know, but dude, yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure. Like, I'm still thinking about shotguns, but I'm not, I'm not sure because shotguns were so good midwipe because so many people migrated away from using the rat rig, which was thorax and stomach, because it was more expensive. Because the MMAC was so um, so cheap. Because you only need, like no one was really like using Kodura for anything else. Because I think is it like one Kodura and one sewing kit? I think is the MMAC barter and sewing kits were just really plentiful. They were basically selling at like therapist's trade price, which was 30k. Mm-hmm. Kaduras were 10k, or you could you could craft them for eight with the the barter that's the, the oh, craft that's existed in the game forever, which is just incredibly good value. So you could potentially buy them for thirty eight thousand rubles, right? Which made the MMAC amazing, but that then meant that you were getting destroyed by shotguns, which meant and there's so many of those rigs in the mid game that are thorax only, yeah. and you have the trooper, you have the MMAC, you have um, 
you have like the TV, TV. 110, yeah. you have the AVS. There's like, there's loads of these that are just, are only thorax. Whereas really early on, I know the armors are rubbish, but like the, the packer, the, is it called like the 6B3? It's like that floral one. Mm-hmm. There's, then you've got the, the press. Um, there's like, there's actually almost none that are only thorax. Yeah, I love the press too. The press is great. Or the like the the other one, the other green one, which is like a, a propane tank mm. barter trade with, with Prapor. Yeah, there's like another one which is like steel. Like, um, but again, they're all thorax and stomach. And to me, that might limit the the benefit of shotguns. I feel like you're kind of shooting for the head. I don't know. Like you, you're just sort of spraying for the head and and help, and hoping to win rather than doing. I don't know. All all you're shooting legs. One or the other. I, I, I feel I, it's just hard. You is, can't shoot center mass, right, with buckshots early. Well, see, this is the beauty of the flechette, is that you can just shoot them anywhere and it works. That's, like, the beauty of it. That's why I'm really thinking about flechettes. But to, to stay on track with what you're saying, I don't know, man. It's... Uh, yeah, it is just kind of like a... Because the thing is, if you go for the head, you're probably going to catch some pellets in the arms and the thorax right if you go for the legs you're probably going to catch some in the legs maybe the stomach maybe the arms like maybe the the thorax if you're like aiming really high up like their crotch region <laughs> crotch hits with box. but i don't know dude it's it's a weird thing because you you're just kind of like rolling the dice with each shot. Like, I really would love to see the the rip rounds get like improved or any of like the the really low pin but high flesh damage bullets get changed because it'd just be interesting with the fragmentation stuff. But slugs, yeah, yeah. Because that's the thing. Like, I'm not. I don't care if I find you know a hundred rounds of rip ammo. I I just can't really justify. Using because what you gotta hit him twice in this, or is it three times in the same leg? I think it's three times in the same leg, or is it twice? I don't know. The rip, it's tw- it's only two times. It's two times, yeah. Okay, it's yeah, it's just like man, and that's that's the downside. It's like okay, I hit him once in the leg, let me shoot again. Oh, damn it, they were their legs were moving, you know what I mean? It's like I've shot in between their legs, like oh, yeah. it's so like I'd rather it just happens. like shoot the shotgun with the spread and just do like an average damage of like a hundred with every, every click of the mouse. Cause then it's just like, I can just spam and just so for the best. I don't know. It's kind of a weird thing, but I know, but as you say, right, that's why Flechette works so well. I mean, I've been playing mm-hmm. a lot of Flechette factory just because it's so fun oh, because you? you can, yeah, I mean, it's, it's what I've been doing in between other sensible raids. I would say probably half my raids on stream are Flechette factory runs with the one five three. I've come to really love the one five three. And the amount, the speed at which you can click that gun is actually insane. Oh, yeah, I do remember seeing that. Yeah, that's straight. That's crazy. And you're just like, talk, 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 talk. And you just like, you can take two people out. There's the number of times I've just like run through two people mm. with it is absurd because exactly so the, the reason why it works so well on Factory is firstly, you're super close. Flechette really struggles on the spread dispersion um, because the damage of Flechette is really low. So it's only 25 per round. So it really struggles if you are only hitting them with a couple of the pellets because, you know, if you hit them with three, like 75 damage, you have to hit them a lot. So the further you get away, you you really start to struggle with that spread. Like the one thing I've not done any investigation into that I would actually like to do a video on is about the cone of projectiles that comes out from different 
um, shotguns because I've never really tested that. I've never really looked into it. Whether the longer barrels make it tighter, right. if you put the choke on, does that actually make it tighter? Because it's not an it's not an MOA thing, right? It's like a it's a shotgun spread thing, which is like a different a different metric that I'm just I actually haven't looked into. I'm just not really yeah. sure. Um, I have a feeling that some of it does make a difference, but I've never I've never looked at it. I've never really tested it particularly. Mm-hmm. Um, so that'd be interesting to to know because with flechette, I've used it at distance before, and I've had it used on me at distance. Um, I mean, I have a clip where I basically bounce like three sets of flechette off the back of the ULAC, um, and I don't die because the spread is so extreme. You get hit by like one in the arm, one in the leg, one on the back. It gets absorbed by the armor. You just don't take enough damage because it's it's only two hundred. You need to hit somebody if they were completely naked and you don't hit them in the thorax or the head, you have to hit them uh, three times with a full with full salvo before they die, which is actually quite a lot for like a, a buckshot There's type like of shell. pellets or darts yeah, I mean, in it's, total. It's a, it's, a, it's a ton, right? It's a ton. Mm. Um, and you're not going to hit them with all of them every time. But the reason why it works so well on factory is everybody's super close, so you hit them with a load of them. They absolutely annihilate the armor, so you can just go for center of mass. If you hit them with two in the head, they die. If you hit them in the thorax and it goes through, normally, if they were using any regular normal armor in two shots, they die if you hit them with all the pellets. And also, because on factory, you tend to either be fighting players with something, which it destroys, or players with just a pistol. If they are not wearing anything at all, four pellets to the thorax, and they also die. So it deals with hatchlings. It deals with people wearing like moderate armor everyone's close range so that the uh, the dispersion isn't a problem at all like it's the perfect it's the perfect round yeah for factory it's the perfect round um i had one which was really funny i had like a trio just like ego push straight down glass hallway <laughs> while i was in the um i was in the back uh, the back room in in forklifts and ran out and i just i was like there was i, I didn't even know how many there were i was like there were so many of them and i just leant around that first pillar and just like blasted as quickly as i could and i was like okay well i took one of them out i actually got flechetted back and um, one of the guys came in stream, and when I got to the the end screen, I killed two guys simultaneously, and there was another one. So there were three of them down there, and I just I just like sent flechette just downrange, down glass hallway, just killed two of them just with a random spray, um, which is which is pretty funny. But you can just yeah, you can you can deal some serious damage, and you don't have to aim that strongly. I mean, right. I, I've I've actually I've actually played flechette factory so much now. I'm actually a little bit scared to play factory with like regular bullets because I have to act <laughs> the bullet actually has to go yeah. like where I click and they and then I have to actually click on the, the enemy PMC. Whereas with Fouchette you just you just spray in their general direction and often people just die. It's actually insane. So I I don't know dude. So like with Fouchette I kind of agree. Um except some of the dis- you have to be kind of careful with your distances. You have to be careful. I'm just but I'm just so torn about this like super early shotgun like method i was thinking about the toz but the toz suffers from the same problems uh, for shit without being good it's like, yeah. 20, like some of them are just like so low damage they're like under oh. 25 i don't just use the double barrel not, not good yeah you'd, i'd probably rather use double barrel than the toss i just don't think the toss is good anymore you yeah. better use the double barrel with like whatever anything honestly seven mil toss needs double. to be like three thousand rubles or something dude. it's because it's ball yeah. action why would you want to compare to the double barrel right Oh, exactly. And we had this discussion previously when they were opening up the new guns too, and we're going to have the new single, the break action 7.62x54R weapon. Right. I just don't see any point of using that gun. Same, dude. Right, you have to hit them twice in the thorax. I mean, it's a, maybe... It's a, it's a headshot cannon, basically. Right, but... like maybe for like Tarkov Shooter, if it's compatible, or like Shooterborn Heaven. If you're like really desperate, you need a cheap gun, you know, like maybe there's a case for it there, but 
I don't know. Yeah. That, it, yeah. I see this is a thing now because now we're talking about guns and like ammo, and it's like, mm. you know, I'm looking at the list here and I'm just like, no, 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 no. Because <laughs> I remember in like SMGs are just like not the way to go. <laughs> um, recoil plus pin is just really rough. The like ADAR M4, I'm just kind of like, eh, it's not ideal. Um, I kind of like given with initially, right? Like you have what well, the PP19. Right. So, so I mentioned I mentioned PP19 specifically in my vid, right? Because PP19's mm-hmm. got like stupid recoil. MP5 also has stupid recoil. The basic stock M4 has even more stupid recoil. The stock AK74 has stupid recoil as well. Um, the UMP though, like it depends what it's. Yeah, that's... I, I, I actually do. I do think we're going to see some recoil changes. I hope so, I, man. I really do. I really do. After I people, because so. people complained a lot, and what they did was a real fudge. It was a real yeah. quick thing. I'm actually quite amazed that we didn't see any rebalances to recoil at all through the wipe. It's too little. And too given late. That we, yeah, given that we didn't, I do expect to see some changes. If we don't, it's going to be quite disappointing. If I'm honest, because Looking at the UMP versus the PP19, like stock, they have the same recall. Yes, the fire rate is slightly different, I will admit, but the performance is like, it's like worlds apart. It's like, yeah, right, yeah it's, it's, it's insane. It's, it's kind of insane. crazy. So if it's the same, UMP is going to be really good. It'll be really, really good because it stays on target. Like ACP ammo is also kind of cracked. Yeah. Um, you know, PST, 54 damage and 20 pen. ACP match FMJ. 76 damage and 25 pen. So 25 pen, I mean, against class three, I'm actually going to quickly battle buddy it because I'm, I don't normally mm-hmm. look down at that low, that low level, but using my like general rules of thumb, like 27 should be the 50% pen chance yeah. against class three, I think. So I would expect it to be about 34 or something, but I'll, I'll have a look now quickly. But um, I just, there's not that many guns that are nice, right? You used to be able to use the MP5 and that was, that was quite decent. And yeah, the ARs had quite high high recoil even even in back in the day like the base m4 also used to have relatively high recoil right it's like or is it to start with it's like 90 mm-hmm. something like that like 87 or 90 whatever and there's nothing that you can really do to mod it to make it better um whereas the mp5 started at like 50 or something so that kind of justified using pst because m855 used to just suck and they yeah. did actually buff it it's not right. actually too bad now it's like it's like yeah. 50 damage 28 pen which is like that's okay like for the early one it's pretty decent it's all right because 28 pen because people always talk about 7.62 PS, right? And yes. 7.62 PS for the AKs, that's the one that everybody wants to use. But all the guns for it are not very good at the beginning. Like the SKS is, is fine, it's good, but it acts like early wipes DMR, right? You're not going to be spamming that thing because it flies up in the air a bunch. It's still okay, but 32 pen is kind of like, it's kind of a bit pointless, right? Because the sensitive spot for... Um, well, I'll, 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 we'll see in a second. I'll, I'll go through the numbers. But the sensitive spot for this stuff, it's a little bit like, um, you know, M80 just goes straight through class four, but so does anything, you know, and that's got 41 pen, but so does anything with 39 pen. You kind of don't really care. Like once you're getting just above the, like in the low numbers of a particular mm-hmm. division, like it's still like PS still struggles with class four, but deals with... Um, Class three, fine. Yeah. As does M855, even though it's four pen lower because it's got 28 pen, it should deal with it okay. So I'm actually, I'm actually just going to go and look at the, uh, I'm going to go and look at the numbers now because I, I, for, I forget, um, I forget how it works down, down this low. So, uh, which one were we talking about first? We were talking about the, the match, weren't we? ACP. 
Yeah, because ACP has got 25 then, which is this one. Yeah, so against the press, it doesn't really matter. At 100% class 3, it's a 38% pen. Mm. Match FMJ with its 25. So basically the second shot is above 50%, which is why it's good, because the UMP's got low recoil so you right, can go that's the thing yeah the first shot only pens like one third of the time but with the armor damage it's you know second shot's going to go through 60 percent, and the mm-hmm. third shot you know you just tick, tick. and then with the damage with 76 damage per shot even if you don't go through on a few and you hit an arm or whatever like they're it's really they're really messed up really fast yeah that you know they lose half their hp within the first couple of rounds like that that's going to scare people and or they're going to not be pain painkiller dark. If you hit them in the leg, and then they're, they're just going to die, right? Because you're like blacking limbs left, left, right, and center there. Um, if you step it up slightly further, so that was 25 pen. You step it up to the M855 round, you're already talking about a 66% chance to pen a class three on the first shot. Which is like good, but what's the damage on it? Isn't it like 50? Okay. Yeah. I, uh, I mean, here's the problem is, is like, you may, you know, I want to say like, oh, I'll just like single tap it, but you just lose because of the recoil system. You just lose the benefits of um, yeah. conversion. So like, you're just you're still gonna have tons of recoil. Like maybe, maybe if you get your hands on a Scar L from like a Rogue or Raider, like maybe then, because I'm I'm kind of curious to see, um, what the G thirty six is gonna do. Like, is it going to be an early trader weapon? Is it going to be, like, a, a rogue weapon? Is it going to have, like, these similar properties of the Scar-L, if it's recoil? Like, that'd be kind of interesting. But, um... Yes. Like, I think it's kind of interesting to have these, like, guns, like, like the Scar-L, that's, like, and the MDR, you could even say to an extent, that's, like, it's not great late game, um, but it's early wipe, so there's, like, a, uh, you know, it's, like, va- its value is really high, early wipe, and then it it's lower and lower, 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 so it reaches a point. Whereas, like, the M4, it's, like, its value is kind of low early wipe, and then as the, you would get more unlocks, its value, like, performance, as you say, goes up. So there's, like, this convergence yeah. point where the other superior gun takes over. But, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's, like, for me, it's, it's 7.62 by 39 PS, and, like, an SKS or a, an AK, uh, UMP, and... Is that it? <laughs> I think that's oh shotgun. Like that, that's kind of my own personal meme thing. Yeah. I, I just I don't know what else. Everything else is like on par in terms of high high recoil and single tap. Like you have to single tap it, or just hope. I don't I don't know. I just I don't know how you would like make like why would you want to use an MP5 that does less damage, less pin, has as much recoil as your M4. When you could just use an ump. Because correct me if I'm wrong, you can just buy the knives from Fence to get the ump. There's even a barter for it. I think it's like two DVD drives from Peacekeeper. Or maybe that's the mags. Is the ump Yeah, maybe that's the mags. So so the UMP, you can get it from Peacekeeper 1 with the seven knives. Okay. Um, You can buy them from Fence if people sell them to Fence. Yeah, You might not be able to get them straight away. And then there's the there's one there's also a mechanic barter, but it's kind of expensive, so it doesn't really make like once you get the fleet, definitely doesn't make sense early on. It might because you don't really need don't really need those things. Um, 
because it's a let me just pull the page up again it's yes yeah, so it's a mechanic one it's like a dvd drive a damaged hard drive and two two capacitors so it's like it's not it's not worth it so to speak but do you need like dvd drives are kind of like junk loot anyway damaged hard drives like slightly more useful but not really capacitors you do actually need those requests so you're probably going to be unlikely to do that until you unless you've already got you know because you need quite a few actually you need some form mechanic um you're probably going to save those up so i think it's unlikely so it's it's really the, the knife things you can like save up the black handled knives see if you can buy them off fence um if you just go and, and check yeah man I, I don't know like the the other ones the other ones that i was thinking about, i was just like browsing a few others like i was talking like theory crafting with some other people just like generally in like youtube comments things because people like throw all sorts of like random mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. random ideas which is kind of fun so yeah, you mentioned about like, the SKS. You could also, or the AKM, but you could also buy again the seven six two, like the the Vepa that the five seven six two is semi auto because you're not really going to be using full auto right. on the AKM that early because it's like the recoil is actually insanity level, like it's so crazy. So maybe it's not even worth bothering unless you have like tons of Tishonka and you can do the trade um, to get the AKM. Like I, I quite like having full auto still, just in case someone's like literally around the corner right. and you just yeah. you know, point blank, which is kind yeah. of fun. Um, but then the other one is the 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 three six six. Vepa, yeah. like AK, not the Balti, because I don't think the Balti works right. until you have APM. Um, but like the recoil is really high, it's but if really you're high. it's really high, but if you're playing like DMR style, <sighs> then you can you buy EKO and it's sort of a best of both worlds if you can manage to land your shots. You're not going to one tap people. Um, the, if you could one tap people, I'd be interested because for me. Thing. The recoil is so high, I yeah. feel like I can never get any follow-up shots on them. Accurate yeah, follow-up shots. It's 73 damage and 30 pen. Mm-hmm. So, so PS is 32 pen, right? But EKO with its 30 pen is a 88% pen through class 3. So it's it's up there, you know? Yeah. It's like 1 in 8 doesn't pen, so it's, it's pretty high. And 73 damage is pretty good. Now, you can step down to FMJ mm-hmm. for 98 damage, so you are going to kill them. But it's only twenty three pen, right? And there's the killer, right? It's yeah. lower than the match, so you're not going to pen on the first shot. And this is the this is the issue with three six six, in my opinion. As you say, right, the recoil super high, so it's really hard to get the follow up shots on. If you drop down, you'll only kill them if they're wearing class two. Which, in fairness, there's plenty of people wearing packers, so you know you you may just you may just kill them straight up if, uh, mm-hmm. if they're wearing a packer. But I think after the first couple of days, a lot of people are going to be wearing. Um, wearing something better than that, yeah. So it's only twenty five percent pen chance against the class, a class three, um, but it is ninety five percent pen against the packer. So if someone's wearing the packer and you hit them with FMJ, they will die. If they're wearing class three, you're probably going to lose before, before you manage to to hit them, just because it's too it's just too slow, it's just too slow, it's too slow. So that's that's one potential. I mean, the only other interesting. Part about this now, I actually can't remember off the top of my head whether this is the case or not. I know I definitely know that this is the case for the Balti. Gonna have a go and, and look quickly because so the, the VPO two one five. It's not very good early because you don't have APM and you kind of need APM for it because it's bolt action. It does level your bolt action skills, so there so there is something to be said for using a bolt action right from the word go. There's lots of people who use a Mosin right from day one and use it all the way through especially if they're better players because it starts leveling your sniper skill if you're intending to get kappa you have to do the psycho sniper thing at some points so you have to get your sniper skill to five you need to ultimately get your sniper skill to nine right if you want to get kappa and complete all the quests with sniper skill 
So the the meta is you need to get your sniper skill to five, then you complete shoot one in heaven, that gives you one. And then you pay for peacekeepers like sniper training and that gives you three more levels. It's much easier to pay for the training at level six to get to level nine and also use your one level at Shooterborn in Heaven from level five to level six than it is to try and grind manually up. So that's why the meta is to get to five. So if you start using the most in right from the word go, you can train up that, that skill level. Like I'm only I'm only bolty level three because I don't use them enough. But I wasn't intended to get capper. So this is the this is the thing, right? And that's why a lot of high level players end up using the most in. Good good thing about the um about the 209 is that it also uses uh it is also bolty so you get skills for for that as well um but one of the fun things about it is that and yeah i think this actually counts for both the 366 muzzle brake um suppressor mm-hmm. yeah it's, it's it's compatible with both actually um it's one of the very few suppressors that you can buy early you can yeah. buy it from skier one yeah and you can then suppress both the two um, mm-hmm. the 209 and the 215 so I, it's like one of the very very first things that you can suppress in the whole game so if you're going to kill scavs it's not that for bad for various quests it's not yeah. that bad it's actually pretty pen, good like, yeah 23 pen and 98 damage or do the 30 pen and 73 damage and you're suppressed you could I'm, you could bring option. it up as like a scav gun yeah like a secondary so that you're quiet yeah, I mean, honestly, I'm, the more you're talking about it, I'm thinking about running that and a shotgun. <laughs> yes, the shotgun for close encounters, the old right. Call of Duty meme. And then if you're <laughs> fighting anybody at long range, um, because you can buy the Bastion, right? So, so maybe not necessarily just the VPO. So the, well, I mean, one pick actually has a video about sniping rogues at level, yeah. level two, trader level one, unlocking Jaeger. Then you can buy the Pillad scope. You have like a four times and you have the VPO. And you can buy the suppressor from Skier. So that's one way to do it. And then with the, if you don't want to go down the Balti route, you want the 209, then you've got 30 round AK mags. You can buy the Bastion. You can buy the suppressor. And then you can, again, you can buy the Pillard scope or, or whatever else you might want to have on there. Um, Pillard being the only real scope that you can get early, but you, know, you, can, you can have one on an AK-like gun. Um, I mean, in theory, you can add the AK-100 handguard and a laser too, if you want to be able to fight in CQB. I don't know. It's like it's 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 a maybe. Yeah, you know, it's a big maybe. I, maybe for I like mean, woods. Maybe for outside on shoreline. Like maybe. I'm yeah, probably going to do it. Expecting, yeah, people aren't expecting to get shot at. Even if you're playing against people at decent distance, right? People aren't expecting to get suppressed, shot at. That early. Yeah, they really not aren't. <laughs> the other gun that I was thinking, I didn't. I have to look it up, but I can't remember which one's better. But one of the it's either the Ketter or the Klin. One of them has like a better recoil hidden stat or something another i can't remember exactly what the details are um but that could be enticing because it's basic it would basically be the only viable smg i mean the ammo is not great but i don't know it's and you would have 20 round mags unless you got 30s off a scav i don't know it's it's something i'm i had to like investigate all over i did a little bit of work on that casually Because I I think I also noticed the same thing. And it's oh. like, because you can't mod them at all, it just I just don't feel like it makes a, a, enough of a difference. The recall's just there. If you're fighting over 20 meters, like, kind of just have to single tap at people. You can't, you can't fall all to it. Like, the convergence doesn't help. I, I, don't, I, I, don't, I just don't feel like it helps. That's my personal opinion. Maybe, you I know, different no, people no, will, will, uh, will choose differently. The only other one that maybe I thought was interesting... Um, 
I don't know whether this still happens actually, but like there was actually mentioned in chat too was about some you can get some of the better ammos early on for the five four five weapons. So maybe in the first like week or something, because if you play reserve, you can get BP and BT five four five. There are actually some barters as well for it for like Tushanka and that kind of thing. Um, and I think if you buy, I actually forget, I can't remember anymore. Maybe they changed it. It used to be something along the lines: if you bought the AK seventy four U from Prapor, you used to get a mag of BP oh, yeah. inside. Um, and so you used to be able to min max that a bit, so you could go like fifteen BPs on top, and then fifteen. Because I think T is the best round that you can buy from Prapor, just straight up at the beginning. You put like fifteen Ts at the bottom and fifteen BPs at the top. And BP, I don't think is actually any joke early on, right? It's like it's actually 35, good. 35 pen and forty nine damage. Like yeah, it's it, actually pretty solid. It kind of slaps, right? That's like that's the highest pen that we've talked about so far. It's higher than seven sixty PS. It'll destroy through class three. And, you know, at 35, you're then bordering on, like, class 4 levels. Yeah. Like, 37, as I said before, 37 is roughly, like, that's that's kind of the way it is, right? It's, like, 27, for anyone who's, like, not familiar with the rules of thumb, 27 is the 50% pen point for class 3. 20, uh, 37 is the 50% pen chance point for class 4. 47 for class 5 and 57 for class 6. Like, roughly, roughly speaking, you'd be about 50%. So at 35 pen, you're talking kind of in the 30s. Like around the sensitive point, it's about ten percent per pen point. So if thirty-seven is if thirty-seven pen, I'm probably overcomplicating this, but if thirty-seven pen is the fifty percent pen chance against class four, thirty-six is about forty percent, and thirty-five is about thirty percent, roughly. But to be able to pen through class four with a fully automatic caliber mm-hmm. from day one is no joke. Yeah, honestly, it's no joke. Um, if you go bare, you'll have some of those weapons anyway. If you go USEC, you'll obviously have to buy them. But if you still, I need to actually check whether you still get BP. You know, I might just load the game up and check whether you still get BP. I, I know I can't, I can't buy, I can't buy it. I can only barter for it. Because <laughs> well, I think because what we're going to talk about later. <laughs> I think the barter does work for sure. For sure, I'm not sure about buying. That's the one thing I'm not sure about. Yeah, that's. Yeah, I'm not sure kind of what ends up happening now think about because i go bear i end up using the ak's they give you and you Mm. end up killing bears that have ak parts you end up killing scavs that have ak parts you end up find a lot of ak parts so you end up just using ak for a long 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 part of life until you get something better which typically is like a um uh rfb or a uh sr25 um man i remember i went i do remember using the scar l and i thought it was garbage it might have been garbage at the time i can't remember but because i think they did did some changes i don't remember exactly like when that came through exactly but i did get a hk from a from a lighthouse rogue you know early Mm -hmm. on and i took my best mods from my stash giga my best mods from my stash i put it on there i used that gun like two three raids and I had the hardest time killing scavs because I would shoot once and it was just like it would just like fly up in the air. Like it was it was I was better off just selling it than trying to use it. It's actually so sad because I was so excited and I had all these parts I saved up, put all of it in there, and it's just like, nope. Sorry. Stick to the UMP and just hold mouse one and eventually they'll die. <laughs> so, exactly. It's a bit, yeah. Dude, it's honestly. I don't know if I can tolerate another ump forty five wipe, dude. It was like the staple of the early game. It was just everyone had umps. 
either had a ump or get humped, you know? Sorry, that was sorry exactly. for the viewers and listeners that cringe right there. <laughs> I see, I thought I was late onto the, the train, but I was actually going back through because I managed to somehow it, it saved the I think I was kind of tactical. I actually have my first like stream. Because I didn't mm. the very first stream I did of the of the patch, I did it like all live. So I have like the first three hours of gameplay from twelve twelve. And I still have the footage saved down in like full quality, which is like kind of cool. Oh, cool. So I went back and had a look at that. And that was kind of what inspired me a little bit to like look mm. at some of these things. And the first couple of raids, I was using the MDR, I was using the uh, the UMP, um, and a and a couple of the and then maybe like the SKS after that. So it was I was like, oh because I thought I was really late onto the UMP train, but Looking back, I actually was using it in like the first series of raids because I think I, I might have found one or something. Um, I wasn't even, I'm not sure if I actually understood how exactly how good it was. But um, I mean, there, there's only, there's, so there's two more that I wanted to kind of like very quickly just go over. Yeah, sure. I don't want to spend too much longer on this. One being that I'm going to touch on for like two seconds and then move on is the, uh, the Saiga 9. I've seen lots of people giving the Saiga 9 praise recently. It doesn't work for me, but it might work for you. The gun is one of the few guns in the game to have really low recoil. It's semi-auto, so that also helps, but it's it's pretty low when it comes straight out of the box. And mm. if you're an accurate head tapper, you can just put a PST through someone's eye socket, and that's that. It's 16K. It actually, like, I don't feel like, the, you know, it's got regular AK irons. It's, it's okay to shoot. Um, you don't really need to do anything to it because it already has no recoil at all. So if you can just, if you can just crack a nine mil straight through someone's head, then 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 maybe you know maybe you do that. Like some people are seeing its praises even now because people are saying, oh well, no one's using face shields, so I can still you know go multiple raids with killing yeah. people with this thing. Actually, I think Swamp Fox might have just put a video out about using PP19 now. Um, I haven't actually watched it yet. It's one of his movies. So it's been longer, so I've kind of saved it up. Um, I don't know what your two second thought is on that. Do you think that gun's good? I don't I'm think the gun's sure. good. Not sure. So, okay, so maybe your mileage may vary. Maybe give it a try um, if you've got good aim. I think I think you need to have good aim for it. It doesn't work for me because I'm not I'm not a crack shot. Um, the only other one that I think maybe is interesting is the PPSH um, early yeah, because I you really can get like thirty because you can get thirty five round mags for it. It's only twenty six k. You just you know PPSH goes brr. It's got a thousand RPM. Um, <laughs> you use the recoil, the aim of their chest, and let the recoil jump up to their head. It might work. It's not a gun that I've typically used. It pulls yeah. dramatically off to one side as well, the PPSH. Either left or right, I can't remember, but it pulls dramatically to one side. It's, that's much more noticeable on the drum, in fairness. Less so on the 35s, because yeah. it's just, you know, it's small. The recoil isn't insignificant on that weapon because of the RPM, but mm -hmm. it, can be, can be, it can be good. And you can kind of leg meta people with it early too, actually. So that's maybe, that's maybe another one to think about. Um, a little bit further along the line, so you do need to get to prep or two. Like, wait, wait, at what point do you get prep or two? I think it's... Okay, you need to be level twenty. Oh, no, sorry, level fifteen. Yeah. So you're at the flea already. So it's kind of like mm, fifty-fifty. Yeah. But PP, I think, is actually I, I use PP this wipe. Mm -hmm. PP was actually all right. PP is very similar to BP, except it's like a third of the price if you buy it from prep or. It's very cheap. It's quite good to just spray people down with, um, in the early mid wipe it's like just as people get into the class or level two traders and moving up into um class four it's got like 33 pen so kind of struggles a little bit but as just a sprayer it's not too bad and it's way cheaper than bp i think that's the point bp still is not great against class four bp is also not great against class four bt is a lot more expensive like if you're thinking about going for bp i would advise basically just go pp 
don't bother don't bother going for a go for bp really ever like you either upgrade to bt and spend the money or go for the big pp you know? <laughs> put your pp pp in yeah, it's, it's a shame it's a shame the uh, the pp19 doesn't take 545 isn't it because that'll be like epic memes but uh pp is good pp is the unsung hero of 545 i think i have a i have a quick one the new magma or the old the magnum they added the 357 Oh so, god. Level two Jaeger. Now hold on, Meme or Meta. Hold on now. Let's let's hear this out. <laughs> oh wait. Yeah, level two Jaeger. You have the option of 70 damage, 35 pin. You can get you can buy the revolver level two Jaeger as well. It's not the tactical one, but it's just the stock revolver. Is that the tiny one? No, that's the nine mil. The normal one. It's the normal. Okay, the normal okay, okay, one. okay, okay, okay. There's technically three vari- variants. The tactical one is just fully modded essentially, but I think it's like Skeeter sells it. Anyways, level 2 you can buy the, the 357 Magnum Revolver. You got the ammo. It's 70 damage, 37 pin. Okay, like, not ideal. There's Hollow Point, which is 99 damage, 18 pin. And then there's SP, which is 108 damage, 12 pin. And SP has plus 27% accuracy. I don't know how much this matters. And minus 29% recoil. Also, don't know how much that matters. I might try it out. It's probably going to end horribly, but, you know, for the memes, for science, I'll probably give it a go. Yeah. I feel like that's the same as 366. You've yeah, got, like, exactly. 70 damage and the 35 pen where you, you nearly kill them and then they kill you. And then you've got 88 <laughs> damage and 24 pen where, in theory, you basically one-tap anyone wearing a packer and everyone else kills you because you can't pen their armor. I feel yeah. like it's one... I feel like it's the same gun. Yeah, it's, <laughs> the ammos are in such a bad... It's, like, both the worst thresholds yeah we'll exactly. see i'll give it a go see what happens exactly. we will see so we will see that's the long and short of it for the yeah. early white progression tips and all the exactly things. i mean it's 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 a big topic right it's, it's, yeah, big, it's topic, a big topic i think it justifies sure. justifies the time so i guess like moving on after we did spend a long time on that but that's fine i think i think it justifies it so where are we now then where are we now what events have we had and and kind of like how how are we going to progress from here? So, airplane. It's, it's been a bit of a weird pre-wipe. Yeah, it's been a bit of a weird pre-wipe so far. Um, I think we can all all say that for sure. So we had a ton of airplanes. That's what we had. All the airdrops ever. That's everybody was just going like, "Yo, what's going on here? This is not normal." It was up to like was it like six planes or something on customs at one point? Um, I didn't actually play on that day because I think it was the Monday of this week. So I hadn't actually streamed yet because um, it was it was on Monday and they started just like doing airdrops everywhere. Um, and so that was kind of like, it is a sort of signified, like people were saying, is this pre-wipe? Is this not pre-wipe? Like it probably is pre-wipe, but no one's really sure yet because it's just like kind of dumb. Because the airdrops, like I actually hit like two or three airdrops, not then, but just before that. Mm. Um, and they just were all complete garbage. There was like three sets of class three armor in there, you know, some really very, very ordinary guns. There was like a 153 you know, a Scar L, like, that was very, you know, very, very, very boring. Um, so that didn't really, like, it's not, like, break the economy level. Then, I can't remember exactly which order this is, but I think this is the order. Then we had the uh, the Abdolboss stim, which I've apparently been pronouncing wrong the whole time. So I learned that, that's good. Um, which, this, they did this last time, and they teased some of the, you know, well, they, te- they didn't actually tease them, they were playing with the community last time. So it gave 
a load of effects which looked like lots of 12s and there was like 22 in there 22 and 12 and then this time we've got the it's the same stim basically except um this time some of the numbers are different but we've got the same the same meme which is the five percent chance that you take a bunch of damage and die on taking it if you don't die then you get all of the other effects which is like plus 50 on all sorts of things you just become like the turbo warrior um, (laughs) and can run around the map like complete crazy and uh also that we didn't realize when i got given a viewer kit with it in it also poisons you with the cultist toxin so you basically need to have like either one of those xtg antidotes on you or an augmentin um which we had neither of so we had to play a full raid with the grenade launcher with the health ticking down continuously which was kind of funny i did end up with like three etgs from someone else so i was just like propital etg propital you know heating up with the grizzly and stuff (laughs) yeah um and this was on and this was on customs that actually kind of moves us neatly into this next one which is that this happened pretty much straight away afterwards all the bosses now on customs we ended up killing sanitar with the gl we were trying to find an augmented or an antidote on him unfortunately he just had like two salewas and like a big grizzly so i was just like healing myself constantly with meds for the rest of the raid and ended up mm. dying ultimately um but that's that's really it so like all bosses on customs that was uh, that's the next thing that's still going on as we speak now which is the the friday the 24th um and then after that, we've got today's event, which is the Barteroni Traders, yes. which is kind of super, super weird. It is um, weird. And then the very last thing, just before we talk about it all, is there was a peacekeeper note probably about like an hour and a half before we started this, where he's, there's like a UN letter, and it says, the 3006 at the top, he says the lighthouse is open, and uh, dog tags are worth a lot. And so there's some barters for dog tags. Pro tip, right now, the lighthouse isn't open. You still get shot by the sniper despite what it says on the note. <laughs> so Yeah, I mean that's kind of funny. I kinda of interpret that as like within the lore. Like I didn't really take it literally. Like they were talking to, you know, us, the players, you know, it's like a weird like within the context of the message it made sense, but I could see how you could extrapolate, oh, it might be open, but I didn't really get that vibe. But that's just me. I'm probably the the minority there. Anyways, um, yeah, that's. I mean, quickly, like, what do you think about the barter only event? Because I know, like, a lot of people were like, okay, the airdrops event, pretty poggers, man. Uh, the you know, uh, stem thing, okay, whatever. We still got the airdrop events going on, and then you got the the bosses and like that's the big one like people really like that are like oh yeah this is awesome and then you got this barter that like you know it's like yeah this is kind of a, a question mark you know i i feel like it would this would be a cool event in like the middle of a wipe or something like not at the end of the wipe when i don't know it just it's just kind of weird to me i don't know it doesn't bother I've... me personally but it's just kind of weird yeah, I think the community is kind of torn on this. There's like a lot of people that think it's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, me personally, I'm much more on the other side of like, we've already had one scarcity event this point where they deleted all the traders. Making items barter only makes the marketplace barter only for approximately the first 3.26 seconds. Then the entire flea market gets bought out <laughs> and it's as if the traders don't exist at all um, because you can't buy any items for doing any of the barters really. Like, right. yeah, you can, you can. People are putting them up, but it's for like silly money you may have money you may not it depends on what you did with the in the lighthouse um the lightkeeper event it depends on what you did after that it depends whether you played or whether you didn't play it depends on whether you spent all your money on customs already 
Like it really depends on what you did. And so it's just kind of like a random crapshoot. I don't feel like you, there's much like player agency there. It's just like, I still feel like I can get stuff because I ended up selling, I had like a whole case full of Bitcoins I didn't sell. And yeah, they suck on price now, but I sold all of them, made like five mil. So I can buy stuff if I need to. Um, but I just kind of feel for all the people who were kind of just getting by playing, like playing the end of the wipe and right. people who are maybe not, not, super, not that many wipes in and they've got relatively lighter stashes and standard players who haven't got that much stored up as well who are like, oh, yeah, it's finally the end of the wipe. And the beer's just like, hey, guys, here's another scarcity event where you can't buy anything, you can't buy any mags. You know, you can only barter for certain mags. What, what can you buy now? Like the Vector mag and like okay. the UMP mag and stuff. It's just like, okay, sure. As you say, right, this would be cool, like mid in, in the middle sometime. But like, why do it now? I, I don't understand why do it now. I think it, like I'm normally, re- I'm, I normally really lean heavily on like benefit of the doubt and like, you know, do you know take the positive where we can kind of thing i think it's really stupid mm. like my personal opinion i think it's really stupid because like it's great for people who want to just be playing like customs a ton and it forces people to like go in and like loot there or whatever but either people are just like not able to do that or they just don't have much luck or whatever like i'm not very good at hunting the bosses like i had to face some like serious truths about my boss killing skills when i played customs yesterday for like three hours and like i literally did not survive a single raid i killed a couple of the bosses you have like tons of people online i i, I had to basically tell myself it's just like this is what sometimes makes my content relatable i'm more like an ordinary <laughs> player it's fine you've got like all the streamers out there being like how many bosses did you kill i've only managed to kill four out of six and i'm just like freaking dude every time i met killer i died i killed Tagilla once and i killed sanitar once outside of that i've been killed by uh, gluhaz goons like four times i got killed by killer three times i got killed by pmcs in like three of the other raids and uh you know i i was just like dude like this is rough right i like yeah. i literally didn't leave i played 10 raids i didn't leave once um and so for people who are like not great i mean i could play the other maps i suppose but like no one's there i just don't really feel like the the, the need to play i mean it was fun. honestly I had, I had fun actually to be to be fair right? i'm i, I don't want to whinge too hard because i i played like the first four raids like seriously or the first four or five raids seriously got a bit just like oh a bit fed up and then basically just did like stupid viewer kits for the final five raids which included <laughs> like the gl kit and stuff like yeah we actually i actually had a lot more fun when i changed over to just like messing about to be honest but i can see why you know i, I went in 10 raids with um and like some of yeah some of those are viewer kits so i guess like five raids with like slick altin reese t Tagilla mask like whatever like every raid like mdr mutant you know that kind of thing so i and people who are doing that who don't have like tons more kit behind maybe have like run out of stuff already and so now it's like well now i feel like i can't participate in the customs event anymore because i don't have any stuff and i can't buy anything yeah so it's kind of like it, it almost invalidates the events that they've put in but right? like i still have things right i can still piece together kits i still have tons of ammo i still have tons of like i have like acpcs lying around tactex whatever there's like my stash is like full of stuff there's no way i can get rid of it all right this is the way that any any player who plays you know enough you just end up this way especially if you've played multiple wipes in the past i just feel that the timing is bad um and that it would be a great event not now and i think it's just like it's especially weird for me because we already had one scarcity event it drove like so many players away um not that that's necessarily a bad thing like i'm glad they tried it but like i just feel like we've already done this you know we've done this already people are just waiting for the wipe now like making the pre-wipe kind of suck for a bunch of people i just don't i don't see that i don't see the point i don't see the point yeah i don't know i mean i could see if i was still playing how it could be kind of fun to like you have to scavenge for stuff now 
like your PMC is basically a scav, like it's much more active in the raid. So like I can kind of see that, but at the same time, you know, it's like if you're, you know, not everyone may be in that position. Not everyone has to scavenge, you know. If you look at my stash, it's just like all gear and, and shit from that I saved up from when the first scarcity event was like coming. I, I thought I might play and I didn't play, but I have all this anyways. So like that's kind of like crappy because then some people don't really have to participate. It's like some people have to participate in this scarcity event. Some people can just opt out. Like, oh, I'm a billionaire. I can just opt out of this. So it's like, yeah. Uh, it's kind of a weird thing. Like, whereas, like, they did, like, traders one dollar or one ruble, then it's, like, basically everyone, like, virtually everyone can participate, right? So, I don't know. It, I kind of see that. It is weird. Yeah. I just, yeah, I just, I just think it's bad timing. I don't know. Like, it's, it's, it's fine, and it's, right. it's fun for some people. I just feel that, like, if you're down on your, like, like, like well, who does it exactly. actually, who, who's this event for? yeah like it doesn't really affect me as i said like i i've still got like tons of stuff so i don't really i don't really care but i think it's kind of a stupid event because who does it actually affect okay well it affects people who've like run out of gear okay well, what are they going to do are they going to go to customs well no but that's where all the action is because and so if you don't go to customs you're probably not going to find like geared players like how are you going to get gear to go and <laughs> yeah. play customs because <laughs> how are you how are you going to play customs when like literally right. every fight like every time every corner you turn around is either a dude wearing the best kit that he physically has from the whole wipe or one of the bosses because there's like five on the same map or six on the same map like it's nuts right like i i the one successful raid that i had where i ended up killing sanitar his two guys took their stuff i was like i'm gonna try and take the the quickest exit that i can like if you if you carry on like walking through because that was a Sort of around old gas ish. It was it was in more of the that uh, I can't remember what you call it, like the factory custom zone, da da da. But I was like going through old gas. I was like, well, I could just turn the power switch on and I can go down underneath um stronghold, Alamo. Yeah, I need to get past Glugha's goons, but normally they're upstairs, so I don't I don't necessarily get shot at by them. Um because the alternative is to like try and skirt around the edge and they'll still shoot at you by the way. And then you have to get past Sturman's dudes so that you can get to you know RUAF roadblock whatever so i was like well i'm just gonna try and go under stronghold because this makes the most sense as soon as i came out of old gas i just got sniped by another player so i was just like this is this is really really insane um i don't know man it's like i, I just feel like those people it's like you're in this like endless spiral of just like never being able to leave the raid like i couldn't leave the raid as a average skilled player with a lot of experience with end game kit for every raid that i played I just don't know. There's, I don't know. I just feel like it cuts a lot of people out of the the, the fun yeah. of the end of the wipe. And the end it of the wipe is, feel like it's that. not supposed to be Tarkov. It's supposed to be all the bosses are there, all the gear's cheap, things are plentiful. Just let people just ha just mess about at the end, right? It's like let people play on creative mode for the last three or four days. Yeah, that's kind of the whole point to me. And there's there's a ton of people out on Twitter saying like, oh, Tarkov's about adapting and da da da. Yeah, it is <laughs> sure, but like it's like three days before the end of the wipe, man. Like you know. <laughs> It's about it's about just like having fun and giving people right. a break, you know. Like I don't I don't think those normal rules apply in the final three days of the wipe. I just think that those people are kind of masochists, you know, who, who think that yeah. you know, it's still about like adapting or whatever. Like yeah, maybe, but at the same time, for some people, it's literally not possible. If you like, if you've run out of like the good tier ammo, mm -hmm. like we did, we did one raid. The very last raid that I did was MP5K with PSO with a thermal, and like it was it was funny. It was funny, but like. One of the first guys that we met had a Reese Dion. It's just like, 
that's the end. It's like, yeah. what, what are you, what are you going to do? Like, even if you buy LPS, you're still probably not petting that bad boy. <laughs> yeah. The much, yeah, difficulty is like heavily increased for sure. So it's, it's, it's a weird one because when you were talking about it, I was thinking, well, what, what could that person do? And like, as you said, you know, think of customs and get crapped on. And then like, you think, well, all the bosses are on customs and they remove the bosses from the other maps. Like, as I understood it, the bosses were still spawning on the other maps, even though they were 100% spawning on customs. But then they removed it. So, like, you would think, oh, I'll just go get good gear from other maps. But as you said, there's no players on the other maps. There's no bosses on the other maps. So you're just getting scav kits and hitting crates and containers alone in a lobby because no one's there. Like, that's not very fun. You could probably go to Lighthouse and farm some rogues or, um, what's the other one? Uh, Reserve and farm some raiders. And and then maybe you would find players because other poor people would also be in that category. Just kind of, it's like all the elitists are on customs. And meanwhile, you're just the poor person segregated to lighthouse farming raiders. Yeah, <laughs> like desperately farming. trying to find plexiglass, so maybe you can buy a, a right. you know Now what I mean? like... they did sort of correct this in a real way by adding a barters for the dog tags, I guess. Which is interesting. Um, you can get some really good gear for some dog tags. I haven't looked at them. I don't know the requirements, limitations. If they're the stupid freaking dog tags, it's like bear twenty and higher, and it's like, ugh, I hate, I hate those. I hate that system. God, that system's so annoying. Don't. It's it's probably that system, isn't it? Just don't. Just go and give it to me. It's that system. I don't actually know. So I because I was kind of busy this this afternoon. So I've I saw the peacekeeper letter. That was the last thing that I've seen. Um, I haven't actually investigated like what does what as of yet. So okay, chat's saying all the good stuff is sold out. So what they've put like limits, they put yeah, limits on the dog tag barters. Like that again seems like why why would you do that? You know, it's I mean to be fair, yeah, exactly. They're trying random stuff. Like it's fine. It's it's a, it doesn't ultimately it doesn't it really doesn't matter, matter because right. it's the end of the white. Just yeah. people are just waiting for the white anyway. So it, it could doesn't be better. Really matter. Exactly. Like it, it could be better. But I actually care less about this than about some of the other stuff. Just yeah. because it sounds like I care a lot, but only because people are very, very vocal about it that mm-hmm. um that I've spoken to. So I don't know. I mean, this part is dog tags things like kind of fun because uh, I've got I've got loads of dog tags because I never sold yeah. never sold any of them. <laughs> I was thinking about it, um, and then I didn't. What's this? There's some like random grenades for like level sixty dog tags and stuff. Yeah, I I haven't I haven't really looked yet. But um yeah, GL, like uh, whatever. I'll, I'll have to give it a good look. Like Exhale for like level 30 dog tags, 10 bear, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like, it doesn't matter because we're, we're so close to the end anyway. Right. Um, or at least, at least so we think. And I mean, I, it, it, we must be, right? And the dilemma therein, from my understanding, is that they can't do. If they do the. Maybe it's not a big dilemma. I don't know. But if they do the like everything's free from the traders, then like everyone goes crazy for the day. And then like everyone's like well, when's the wipe? Like, this is boring now. You know, like, when's it coming? When's it coming? The economy just, like, completely tanks. Like, there's no coming. It's like the point of no return. So I don't, at least, that's how I would see it. I'm not sure if that's actually happened in history. Um, yeah. I don't yeah, know. I d- there's definitely been some pre-wipes where they've left it, like, one dollar, one ruble for, like, too long, for sure. That, that's that's definitely thought. happened. Yeah, I mean, they don't change anything other than just making everything one ruble, so you still you still can't do... You know, if the barters are still really expensive for do, getting Reese teas or whatever, you can't buy any of this stuff anymore. So it's still flea driven, right? So it's still okay. it's a bit different now because there's so much stuff that's like not on the flea anymore. Yeah. Um, 
So like, because then before everything was on the flea and everything ended up just getting really cheap because like no one really cared. Or did it get really expensive? I don't remember. Maybe it was still really expensive because everyone was buying everything out. But now you can't buy it there anyway. So now it's all flea market barter items only. So half the time, even when it's $1, like, yeah, you have people running around with T7s, but no one's got any of, you know, no one's got, I don't know, whatever silly gun because you can't buy, you know, whatever it is. I don't know. Whatever. It, it doesn't really matter, but we'll see. But yeah, they can't leave it at that level for, for too long. I guess like the only thing that I would say about this customs event and with some of the scarcity or whatever, it isn't the $1 event. Things still are scarce in a way which doesn't drive people to go and play, I guess, because it's like there's still you still feel like you're getting rewarded for killing people and stuff. So there is still that, but I, st I still don't like it. But, it, uh, you know, I will I will give that up, um, admittedly, that there's a reason for people to go and, and play there because especially if you're getting dog tags and then you're trading them in for stuff. I still feel that that event leads to it's like fun for the chads and, and not those people who aren't winning, I guess. But you can still put them in your skill container. It's not finding raid required, so that's true. Yeah, you know, maybe, maybe that's okay. But yeah, you're still winning stuff and losing and losing things, and it's not free to get those items. There's still some impetus to play, so it kind of makes the it, this. This is probably okay. Let's put it this way: this this pre wipe event and this series of events is probably better than a week of everything being at one dollar. Yeah, yeah, I I would agree with that for sure. So you know, that would get it's not the worst. That would get exactly boring really fast yeah exactly in like 24 hours and then and this is at least like it's at least interesting and there's still stuff happening yeah um some people are saying they're still like add, apparently they're like add, well, maybe adding extra barters as time's going on like after the letter like some things have been added or whatever mm. like they did this last time actually with like like some things yeah, got moved like... early and some got added so they're, they're fiddling around and, <laughs> and, and doing whatever so we'll see what's yet to come yeah um i don't really know What's going to happen next? I'm imagining that at some point we'll see raiders on all the maps um, as well. Maybe we won't this time, but I imagine that we probably will. Because last time they did all of all of the bosses on reserve, and then we saw all, raiders on all the maps. Ten Generally, Factory becomes the most fun for that, because there's just raiders everywhere, yeah. and it's just entertaining because it's small. And then we'll see the $1 thing, and then we'll get the wipe. I, I guess that's kind of it. There might be some more events interspersed, but if they kind of do what they've done in the past, then that will be that. Will be that. But when exactly is the wipe going to be? Well, if you look, it's clear as day on the on the sanitar stem and also the UN letter. It says three zero zero six wipe confirmed. I mean, that's dude. Come on, like they might as well yes. just came out and confirmed it, and but instead they wanted to make us work to connect exactly. the dots, dude. Exactly. So the first the first indication of this. And the, the connecting of those particular <laughs> dots was the Abdolbus. Yeah, I'm not even going to try. Is it? I think Abdolbus. Yes, it's Abdolbus. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> that's the one. So that had the so the five percent death that we were talking about mm -hmm. is a damage of three thousand and six, which in European date format is thirty oh six, which would be the thirtieth of June. Right. It's kind of likely. So Tarkov reporter put together a he normally does this the, the when white pool oh, okay reply when you think the white will happen this is on june the 20th he put this this post up exact date to the minute time zone the closest wins five oh. gets the, subs. the 20th was like four days ago yeah or something. um lots of people voted on lots of different times uh, at that time so i voted on the 21st i said i said 30th of june 8.59am moscow so i don't know we'll see and then as soon as the abdul boss thing with the 3006 came out he closed it and said, "Okay, we might have we might have a date here, so I'm going to close it now, so that not not many other people go and guess it." Um, 
I think nice guy seems quite convinced that it's that. And then this peacekeeper note that we've got has 30.06 written yes. um, at the top. As, 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 as some people are saying, like it's almost too obvious, but in the past 12, was it 12.12 that had 12.12 written on the note? They had 22.12 written inside the Abdul boss. So last time that was a bit of like a red herring. Yeah. So who knows? Yes. But, it's possible. Yeah. I just, you just never know with these things. So I, exactly. Who knows? Exactly. It's also a Thursday. It's, that's true. We can't forget about the significance of Thursday. That's true. It's a Thursday. We've had 30.06 on two different pieces of information. <laughs> it, did I mention that it's also a Thursday? You, you know what? No, I don't think you did. No. It is a Thursday. Okay. So wipe confirmed, I mean, basically. Pretty well much, yeah. It's a yeah, safe pretty much. I'd be very surprised if it's not on Thursday the 30th. It, it might not be. If it's earlier, people will rejoice. If it's later, everyone's going to be very angry. <laughs> if you can, try to take off work for that day. But only if you can. Do not make any like crazy... Don't make any crazy plans, because it very well could just not happen on that day. It yeah, could be could like an happen. event, you know, like exactly. it's just like who who freaking knows, dude? Who freaking knows? Exactly. Or it could not happen, and then they don't want to do it on the Friday, and then they push it, and then it happens on the fourth right. or, or or whatever, or like the fifth or something. I don't I don't know. We're, we're gonna have to see. We're gonna have to see. I'm I'm not sure, but I I still think the thirtieth is is pretty good that was my original prediction even before Dolph's changed i know i so, saw that i was like what the giga cheat now hold on a minute the giga do a little <laughs> cheating <laughs> so you know, I know and, as i said you. i did that on the 21st so you know that's i hope that it comes through because that'd be yep. kind of cool if i do actually manage to predict it because i actually i always i feel like it, the server goes down at like midday here i, I, I didn't actually go i i could have been like really you know mm -hmm. meticulous and gone back and looked at like when they take the servers down and stuff i just remember it being like kind of early Moscow is normally like three hours ahead of me, I think, two or three hours. And so mm -hmm. I think like around then it's probably probably right. I don't know. We will see. We will see. I'm excited to find out. Um, I hope I hope it comes. I hope it comes then. I mean, I think it could come earlier in some ways, potentially. If there's like a load of weekend events, like if we see the, the one dollar ruble thing happen on Monday, then it could even come like the Tuesday or the Wednesday in theory. But I think Thursday's the best contender so far. I do. I think it's the best contender. Yep. Yeah. So I guess we're kind of, uh, we're, we're getting to the end. We're getting to the end. The one last thing that I wanted to, uh, to talk about, which probably won't take too long, to be honest, is when we get to the end of the wipe, I always like to put out a poll, see where people are at. It's a good judge of where people are. This wipe's been a little bit different because not only have we had ordinary quests, but we've had daily quests as well, which has kind of boosted some people's levels up. It really helps with getting level 62, which is what you need to get Kappa, because without that, it's an insane like I don't, I don't i'm not even sure if it's really possible for the vast majority of even yeah. like the uber chads to be honest because like you get a lot of xp once you hit level 46 which we talked about before which i did manage to do i'm now level 47 so like i've started ticking up because you get 30k for each daily you get 150k for a weekly like it's the the difference is remarkable yeah so i put up a poll what was the highest level that you reached in 1212 obviously this is of my viewer base so there's a skew if you think about you know the the distribution of regular players, my distribution is probably even more skewed towards the lower end of players because the guys who are like level 62 and above are not necessarily, you know, more, they're less likely per player to be watching my content than someone who's level 30. So bear that in mind. 
But um, 0 to 15 was 11%. You know, 10% of the players of Tarkov have only just got to the fleet or don't have the fleet yet, which is still remarkable to me. Like one in every 10 players. It's amazing, really, actually, when you think yep. about it. 16 to 29 is, um, is 25%, so another big block. These people don't have Mechanic 3 yet, which again is huge. It locks off like half the hideout and, and things, and they can't access things like rounds for the MP7, for example. Um, it's, it's, no, it's nothing to be sniffed at. Then 30 to 41 is a big block, it's like 36%, um, as you might imagine, lots of people in there. Most sort of casual players who played like a couple of wipes who play you know, on and off for like you know, a couple of hours every, other, every couple of days will probably reach that kind, of, uh, that kind of region. Then people who are in the 42 to 61 bracket, was 26%. So that's people, people who have max traders, but didn't get to the level requirement for Kappa. Now, I had a couple of comments from people talking about that one. Um, actually, before, and I'll say, so 62 plus was the final category, which was 3% of people. It's a very small number who got 62. Imagine anyone who got 62 got Kappa, unless they got stuck on one or two items. But for all intents and purposes, those people are the Kappa people, right? So it's like 3% of my viewer base, which is yeah. actually kind of, kind of high. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so I had a couple of comments from people saying that 42 to 61 was kind of too wide. That, that leaves a lot of scope for people who've like just got to max traders versus people who are like pushing for Kappa, blah, blah, blah. I mean, in my opinion, like the way that the, the numbers came out, like 11%, 25%, 36%, 26%, 3% was kind of what I was hoping for. Um, kind of why I set it like that anyway. And, and my personal opinion on it is that you're basically either a max trader gamer or you're a Kappa gamer. Yeah. You're one or the other. So if you're level 42 or 55, like it doesn't, doesn't really matter. I know it's a lot of XP difference, but also 42 to 61. Most of these people, unless you're in the unfortunate 42 to 45 region, 46 and above have the crack dailies, right? So you can quite easily, I, I feel like it was easier for me to go from 46 to 47, for example, rather than go from like 41 to 42 um, or like 40, 44 to 45. It was like, it, it was a real slog getting up there. And you know, I've been playing random, random stuff and I've just been like naturally leveling back up again i felt like what it always happens this way when i get to like level 38 or something i feel like it's just so slow i just don't level for ages there's not that many quests to do yeah and you unlock like a bunch of stuff when you get to 45 you can try and start completing long line and there's like there's like other quests that you get and some of them are not actually that bad um it's interesting so that's that's the reason why i did it that way you ended up with like a nice a nice you know even distribution which was kind of cool um but yeah i mean in in terms of the players that we have here so what do we have like 50, 60, like 63% of players didn't get max traders and then the rest of people did and 3% of those just like, but yeah. Yeah, exactly. 26% of people with, with max traders. Well, tw- sorry, 29% of people with max traders and 3% in total with basically the capital level experience, right? It's like the perception of always running into like Uber chads, just like, it always, it always feels that way, right? It always feels that towards the end of the wipe. And I guess there's a selection bias because some, the people that you kill are the kind of the players who aren't as skilled or whatever. Um, yeah, so it always feels like you die head eyes to BP because the people who weren't as skilled and didn't have access to it, they didn't uh they didn't kill you because they weren't as good and didn't have access to the gear. And you didn't think anything of it. So it's always good to rebase, I think, and go back and look at these numbers. Yeah, I think it's interesting too, because the distribution or I don't know, the, the the range, I guess is a better word, for like most of them is like fifteen levels ish, but the 30 to 41 obviously is 11 levels um but it has a lot of even though it's a smaller range it still has 
the higher percentage. I mean, it's like, I, I would love to know, man, I wish we could get BSG's numbers on this stuff. Cause it'd be so interesting to see like the entire player base, whatever, and how many people are, are, you know, just starting out or, you know, kind of like that mid progression and how many people are at max traders and how many people are like on the path to Kappa and then at Kappa, you know, I'd love to see like the, the full breakdown, but for 9k votes, like that's a pretty good sample size. I mean, that's definitely, uh, yeah interesting to look at nonetheless yeah exactly nine thousand people is is good enough i think um with the you know with the with the bias that i mentioned before in mind but yeah it, i don't know it, it's fascinating i just feel like i always find the first category it looks it's a, it's one of the smaller numbers but like 11 yeah. percent of people who you know who are playing this wipe are like zero to 15 it's always amazing to me. Like, this is the end of the wire. Like, no yeah. one is expected to be under level 15. But to be fair, like, the number of people that I've found in Factory or on Customs or whatever who are under level 15, like, I've shot probably a decent number of those people myself. Um, <laughs> yeah. Dude, honestly, it, it, feels, it feels bad. Did I talk about this last time where I, I killed two guys, one level three and one level five with the Mark 18 with AP ammo? It was actually disgusting on, on Woods. And they both were, they actually had decent kits. I was like... Fair play, right? They went out, like, kitted as best as they could with SKSs with... They both had um, OPSKSs with PSOs. I was, like, actually had a lot of respect for their kit. They were, like, playing woods the right way, and they had, like, they had a decent equipment for it. They had, like, the um, SSH helmets on. They had some armor, like, whatever the armor they could get, level mm-hmm. class 3 or something. And they had, um, yeah, they had OPSKSs with the PSO. I was, like, you know, respect, respect. But um, unfortunately, one of them clipped me in the arm, and I was by a tree, and I just turned around. I had a thermal on a Mark 18 with AP ammo. And, um... Yeah, I felt very, very bad when I went over to find their bodies. And I was just like, that's the real Tarkov experience. Right yeah. There. Getting Thermal Mark 18 through your class three. Um, it was pretty, pretty gross. I actually didn't even like, we were, I ended up finding that Mark 18 in a box. Or it was the, sorry, the scav case. And um, I didn't even realize I had AP rad. I think I must have just like not really noticed and tucked them away. And when I right click, say, oh, what ammo is compatible? Do I have any FMJ with me? And it was just like 12 rounds of AP. And I was like, oh, no way. We went and used a bit of it, and it was it was kind of fun. But those are the only guys that we uh, that we found. But yeah, yeah. It, that, that was uh, that was that. But yeah, I mean, it's like there's there's actually a surprising number of people who are lower level that are just like you know cruising around the maps, just trying trying to practice up. Or people, I guess either people who've come late, but I think it's more likely people who've just like bought the game, just like practicing whatever before the wipe. Um, you know, if you look anywhere, people will tell you that the wipe's coming, and just like learn as much as you can, do as many of the quests as you can, just to like get familiar with the game, yeah. learn as much as you can, and then jump back in like don't try to just like join as the wipes happening because it's you'll then be trying to learn all that stuff also on day one where everything's like a crazy scramble so you're best off you know getting to level 10 or something and then restarting and getting to level 10 again it'll be so much faster the second time it always is yeah i feel bad because my friend group one of the guys um he tried playing for a bit he was like his his brother and I think it was like, you know, maybe like a month in the twelve twelve or something, but he just didn't was just having a hard time getting along with like Tarkov. And I mean he it's not like he's bad at first person shooters, like he played PUBG back when that was popular. Um, I guess just getting like acclimated to how Tarkov was or is and I don't know. It's 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 a it's a tough game, you know. But um but like funny story, he he actually we found out that he had his speakers his Windows audio set to mono. <laughs> so that was like, oh my God. That was really troublesome once we figured out a lot. But yeah, I kind of like, he never returned. Um, sad to say, but 
Yeah. Um, no, that's interesting. 11% for your community, like, pretty good. You know, that's a, that's a pretty sizable type of owner. And definitely Customs Woods, Factory Man, that's, like, that's the place where if I see a really low-level player on, like, Shoreline or, like, you know, Interchange, I'm like, what are you doing here? You're acting a little sus, you know what I mean? What are you up to? <laughs> Go back to Customs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's surprising, right? It's like, you know what I mean, right? It's just like 11% of people without access to the fleet, or I, I guess I did 15, I probably should have done 14, but whatever. Um, and 72% of people without max traders. 72%. Three out of four players that you meet, on average, assuming yeah. that there's an even distribution of all players throughout the map, which is not, not a true assumption, but if you assume that for a, for a moment, three out of four players don't have max traders, which probably makes people who are experienced and play the game a lot with a 50% survival rate feel even worse about it if you only win half of your engagements. And, you know, three out of four of the people that you're meeting there don't have, don't have max traders and they kill you anyway, so... Way to make me feel, uh, feel even worse about my skills. I would love to see DSG's numbers, but I'd, I'd be really curious too to know like what's like the average. Maybe you break it up like the nah. You probably just get an average, but it, it would just be interesting because I would wonder if like how long does it take the average person to reach like max traders? Let's say if it's like three months. Like, what could they do to like have like? Almost like a casual, I hate using the word casual, but like, you know, less time investment progression. And then like, as you said, like a Tarkov hardcore edition, like you beat the game, mm. quote unquote, and then now you get to play in this cool kids club where, where all the other, you know, no life gamers get to play as well. You know, it'd be cool to have something like that because you don't, I don't think you want to like shove out, like the more and more I'm playing this other game, V Rising, it's like servers like, it's kind of like Daisy or Rust. You have like servers, and like servers, yeah, die basically because a bunch of people progress, and then there's kind of nothing to do, so they leave the server and they go, you know, server hopping. But like all the other casuals are kind of like still, you know, casuals quote unquote are just like climbing up the, the train. So I don't know. It's it's interesting. Mm. Um, if they yeah. go like, man, dude, I just like I really want to play Tarkov, but I I really only want to do the white grind because it's for me. It's like like we talked. We spent so much time talking about this stuff, and it's got me really excited for it. <laughs> because, dude, I just love, love the progression, climbing up, climbing up the ranks. It's fun. It's to great. Me. So much fun. Yeah, trying to make so the fun. worst out of a crap cake is great. Exactly. Wait. Yeah, no, it's good. It's good, dude. Yeah, you said the worst, but it's yeah. fine. We know what you mean. <laughs> There's nothing like you know just <laughs> cheese grating your face up the learning curve of Tarkov yeah. every wipe. Yeah. So. exactly yeah. well yeah i think i think that's it man i think that's it by the time that we cause the next gav talk we could well wiped. have wiped it's very possible and i will this might be it this might be the last gav talk of 12 12 so. i actually hope it is <laughs> i do too i'm i'm eager to see what they change and around with some stuff and check out the new content stuff that'd be cool we'll see and we'll see what exciting hidden stuff that we have that we haven't seen yet yeah. that's always the interesting part so we shall see we shall see. see and with that guys we'll wrap it up here thanks for tuning in appreciate you as always and we'll see you next week catch you next time <laughs>